Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Oh, you got a dead hooker in the trunk. What? No! It can't be. Yes, it was. It was a dead hooker. It wasn't a dead hooker! Hell, I know a dead hooker when I see one. What's happening? Hey, folks. Yeah, come on hey, down. Hey, here's another we dead hooker it. in this That's... trunk. What? Oh, oh, my goodness. What are you doing? I've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life. Lord knows I have. Don't shoot this. This is not part of the commercial. Is some jerk making your life miserable? You want revenge? Call 555-0187 and let us do your dirty work. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious with The Mike and South Philly Paul. Obviously Oblivious is recorded in the great commonwealth of Pennsylvania in front of a live studio audience of Mike's massive dogs. Ah, yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Obviously Oblivious 00106. I am the Mike, and with me is my co-host, South Philly Paul. Hey. And we have a special guest in the studio tonight. We have Cuz Will. How are you doing, Will? Doing great. Welcome to uh, What A Do Studio, sir. Glad to be here. No, well, you're really bringing the heat so far. I sound very excited. Um, well, let, let's just get uh, get right to it. There's no cat. Cat's not here. Uh, this is, I guess, one of the first episodes ever not being in an interview show. Is the only show the cat wasn't on, I guess. No, there was one. I think she wasn't on the one with me, you and Eric. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, Kat's gone. Kat is uh, officially retired from Obviously Oblivious. Um, this is not a prank? No, absolutely not. I swear to God on my child. I do. Oh, and I, and I, just, I just want to laugh out loud oh, because oh, it sounds I, like a I joke. I let that out. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, yeah, it's like it's almost like, yeah, it's a joke. But no, it really isn't. Uh, you'll see that the artwork for the show has changed. I would never go that deep. Yes, we would. Uh, well, the, the thing is, lazy. it's it's cat's gone because uh, Matt Kinsparks is going to replace her. That that would be the worst thing to ever happen in the history of my life. Um, <laughs> actually, no. All joking aside, I love Matt in person on show. Matt, that show down in Philly that time, I was not a happy camper. Actually, my mom and dad, my dad was actually going to fucking clock Matt. I would have honestly loved to see that. Yeah, he's like, we were like at that break, and he's like, I'm going to go up there and fucking punch that motherfucker. And Matt, I'm like... Matt would get knocked the fuck out. And I'm like, why? What's up? And he's like, well, this is Eric's show, and this is your show, and he's there with his mask saying whatever he wants. And, well, drunk, blah. I said, relax. It's okay. I don't know. I'm on Team Matt for that whole show. I, I, I mean, I know it was very think, uncomfortable for you guys. No, it wasn't uncomfortable for me at all. I think it was disrespectful to Eric. But as... Yes, I agree. But as a listener, it, it was entertaining to me. The uncomfortableness and the awkwardness, and yeah, it, and he it, was funny. I mean, no, he was, but yeah. it was a complete lack of respect. And I guess that's where, for me, I didn't care. It didn't bother me one bit. Well, you seemed pretty upset for Eric. Okay, yeah, but you were upset for Eric. That, that still I, means I upset. know you need to make that stipulation, but I'll say it again: you were upset for Eric. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, back to Cat. Cat has a lot going on. Cat is uh. Well, I've been I've been kind of rough on Cat last couple lifetimes and um she's been a good sport she's been a good trooper and we started talking after last week's uh last episode we did 104 
where, you know, it was pretty much just a fucking clusterfuck. And um, we all got together, me, Paul, and Kat, we were deciding about the future of the show, the direction it was going. And um, first of all, the show's not going anywhere. I have a lot of commitments to people to do interviews for that I'm sticking by. Um, I enjoy doing the show when you come up and we do a show, I Paul. enjoy being here. I enjoy yeah. it. Um, yeah, it's still, to me, it's a very important show, and I know a lot of people uh, like it, but it's changed. And we were talking about changes and things we were going to do, and everybody seemed to be on board. And then, then like a day or two later, you know, Kat just still didn't seem like herself, and I had a long discussion with her about it. And with her going back to grad school and some other things that are going on in life, she's really busy. Um, the last thing she really needs is to come on and do a show every other Sunday night and, and be ridiculed. I mean, she didn't say that, but I'm saying it for her. I know that she's busy, and that's why she's done doing the show. She ran out of time. Well, through text and email, we kind of spoke yeah. about that yeah. as well. So um, loved having Cal on the show. I hope someday she comes back in some capacity, maybe for an interview. Yeah, um, we were actually hoping to have a last show with Kat, but she declined, unfortunately. Yeah, not in a bad way either. No, She's no, just no, like, no. well, you know, it's, it's, I don't want to be wishy-washy about it. Right, it, yeah. It's what it is. So um, wish her the best. Yes. I, I hope uh, everything goes well in her life. And, and, and the thing is, is Kat has always been a podcast listener. She's never really been a podcaster. Like, uh, she liked coming on and doing the show with us and, and she had fun and she laughed and, you know, she tried to share science with everybody. Um, but the, the end of the day, she still was a podcast listener and, um, yeah, it just, it, it ran its course for her. So, uh, we wish her all the best. I love Kat dearly. And, um, I don't know, like, do you just keep going on about it and like do a homage to Kat or, and then that, that be uncomfortable or weird, or do you just say, <laughs> Um, thanks for the memories. You know, we put together a great show over a hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah. All of the above. I mean, except for the weirdness part, it hasn't gotten weird yet. Well, what do you have to say? What do I have to say? Uh, it's unfortunate that she won't be continuing with us. I, I had some really great experiences on the show. Um, uh, funny moments that we all generated together, you know, whether it was me speaking on something or me asking Kat uh, a, a personal question yeah. and her coming up with a, a story we otherwise wouldn't have gotten to. Yeah. Um, there, there are a few of the memories that I have and it's not like she's going away and we're never going to hear from her again. I mean, maybe as a listener, you might not, but uh, as, as friends, we're going to, you know, keep in touch and talk and I hope you and, do. Yeah. And hang out. Yeah. Know? I'm not going to be a yeah. friend anymore. Okay. Yeah. I'm just not going to do it. All right. If, if she ain't going to do the show, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to extend any more of my life outward. I thought there was no bad feelings. Oh, man. there isn't. I'm just, I am who I am. And that's, I got enough fucking friends. I don't need any more, Paul. I got a co-host I got to deal with. You already have a hundred on your Xbox live. So yeah, I can't get, get rid of any of them. If I heard, let one of those people go, they get butthurt. No, no, I, I, I'm joking, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm actually, I'm a little taken aback right now because I mean, it's nice to have you here in the studio, Will, and it's nice to have you up, Paul. It's weird not having the Skype machine off. I turn it off. I, I don't. I keep looking at yeah, it, like to make sure she's, make sure her buckets of internet are connecting. Um, I don't hear her giggling or laughing in the background. That's going to be a little bit weird to get used to. It's weird for me because you guys started the show, yeah, and you guys brought me on after the fact. You know, well, I don't see that being weird. Like when I took over for for Kitten Sparks on Mediocre, I never felt weird at all. I mean, it took a while for that part of the audience that didn't listen to Awful Show that didn't like me, it took a little bit of time for them to get on board and realize that I'm amazing. 
but I never really felt weird. Like I didn't belong there. I shouldn't be there just because somebody else started the show. We had tested the waters with a few episodes too. And you've known, you, you had known Eric for a while at that point too. But it's, we knew each other for a while too. Yeah. I just, it's just an element that you're just um, trying to pay homage um, to her that she helped uh, create the show and. Yeah, it's just an element that's always been there, and it's not there now, and it's it's weird for it me. It is weird. It yeah. is, like I said, I'm a little taken aback by it. Um, I usually used Cat as a... Uh, Red-headed stepchild? Yeah, no, I, I did that too. As a, a yardstick for if I was actually being funny. Even if I was, like, busting her balls, you would laugh then. You know, either I'd see the look on your face, or if I was doing something else, I'd hear her laugh or her giggle or, you know, by her reactions, or just the, the tone of her voice. I knew whether whether or not I was actually doing well. Right. And it's just, it's very quiet. So I need a laugh track. Where is Big Bang Theory when you need them? Ever tell you about that? How I love that fucking show. And yeah. it's like they put a laugh track there for dumb people who don't get <laughs> the funny jokes. And that show totally doesn't need a laugh track. I'm against laugh well, tracks th- on TV. I, well, I think all the stand up uh, comedy, I think all uh, sitcoms have that still. Not all of them. No, no. Which Modern ones? Family doesn't. Uh, well, Parks and Rec yeah. doesn't. Thirty Rock doesn't. I mean, but they're not filmed in front of an audience, though, right? They're no. Yeah. If you're if you're against the laugh track, are you against uh, live studio audience? No, I'm just against a laugh track. Just laugh track. I don't. They, they don't record Big Bang Theory in front of a live studio right. audience. Right. It's not. That's a thing from the '70s and '80s. You used to hear in front of it. Uh, Big Bang Theory is recorded in front of a live studio audience. Now it doesn't happen anymore. Oh, it's it just. To me, it just seems. I mean, I'm I sure there's some shows, but I don't think that one is. I've only seen a few episodes, and it just seems like a taped sitcom, mm-hmm. like you're used to seeing with a laugh track. I don't know, but we're getting off the point. The point is, yes. uh, goodbye, Cap. It was great. I had a good time. Uh, man, we have to be mean to somebody else now. Like that was my thing. She was my thing, and life, show life, and real life. Now everybody's gonna fucking get it. Like I released. I released it all under her, and now you're going to get it, and Eric's going to get it, Hope's going to get it, everybody's going <laughs> to I've been easy on you, Paul. No, you're, I don't uh, think so. You're missing your lightning rod. What? You're going to be missing your lightning rod. You're a uh, whipping boy. What does that mean? You, if you don't uh, beat her up, you're going to want to beat everybody up. Yeah, no, that's not yeah. going to happen, because what we talked about after the last show is I, I don't want to be mean all the time to people. Yes, in my head, it's funny, and yes... Uh, the listeners contact me and say about how hilarious this was that I said. And that's not going away. It's just, I don't want to end a show on Sunday night and Paul have a two-hour ride back and uh, think about some of the mean shit I said. You know? Like, I, I, I'm done with apologizing after a show. I like it in, in doses. I just don't like it to be your go-to for the entire episode. I can be exhausting. Yeah. I really can. It's like It's like having a 15-round fight. Because there's no winning with me. It, well, you know, if you give in, then I, you know, I'm one even more. And if you don't give in, then it's, then it really escalates. Well, as a listener, I I just think it, I mean, I can't speak for all listeners, but as a listener, it, it gets tiresome. So who hear. are you to tell me about podcasting? It's, who, me? Yeah, who are you to, to tell me about podcasting? I don't know. Who am I, Mike? I have no idea. You tell me. <laughs> I don't okay. know, but I made you. I don't know that. So why are you up here tonight, Will? I, I mean, to, let's let's be clear to the audience. You're not going to be the, the new co-host. You're not right, replacing right, right. Cap. Um, yeah, I don't have science topics. I'm not a uh, I'm not a smart man. Um, but yeah, I came up. I wanted to hang out. We've been talking about we've been talking about having me come out. For, you were going to be up here for the last show, and it didn't work out. Actually, yeah, you got yeah. lucky on that one. Yeah, yeah, you really did. I'm 
really glad I wasn't here. Um, no, but uh, we've been talking about it for a while, and tonight worked out great. Wound up uh, getting off of work a little bit early and driving out, saying uh, glad I did. That was a write-up. Really wasn't bad at all. Um, 76 was slow, but coming out after that was a breeze. What do you think of the area? Love it. It's yeah. really... I hate Reading. I had a really bad time living out here. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Well, we're not Reading. Exactly. You're kind of like under it. Yeah. We're like uh, the main line outside main of Philly. Main line you know? of Reading. Yeah. Um, and just saying something. But it's 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 a nice uh, nice neighborhood, nice area. Um, really quiet. It's nice. For the record, the house isn't as palatial as Eric makes it out to be. Well, yeah. It's still, it's still palatial estate. Kind of uh, has a nice ring to it, though. Yeah, it seems like it makes me. It makes people think that I'm living in like M Night Shyamalan's mansion. Well, I mean, I mean you, it's a nice house. You do have a wrong. moat, but other than well, that, well, that's yeah. for my crocodilies. So, anybody else? Any of you guys ever read the BFG? Oh yeah. yeah. So you are familiar with it, Paul? No, it's not a Roald Dahl book. You know where Roald Dahl is? No. Uh, wrote Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, The Witches, James okay. and Giant Peach, Giant Peach, Char- uh, Charlie, uh, no, Danny Champion of the World. Uh, great writer. Um, he had a book called the BFG, and it was about um, a big friendly giant who goes around blowing dreams into people's bedrooms, and a little girl catches him, and he takes her because he doesn't want people to know that he exists, and he goes back to giant country with her, and there's like uh, nine 50-foot giants. He's only 24-foot. He's the runt, and they all eat people, and it's about um, them trying to thwart their, their, their efforts, you know, and it, it's a really good book. I, I must have read it like 100 times growing up, and even as an adult, I like it. Well, I got air um, on you that um, Nook uh, back right after Christmas. Somebody got an iPod, I mean, uh, an iPad mini, and they got we're getting rid of their Nook. So I bought it off them real cheap. Is it a color one? Or yeah, it's, it's the Nook the, color. The, yeah. Nice, I so have one The as video well. and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So um, because I have a lot of the, the books, I mm-hmm. put I put that one and some other ones on. And now at, uh, every night we read a chapter of the BFG, and she's absolutely loving it. But Ariana is always like, I, I don't never heard of this book. I don't – and. Anya sits there and laughs her ass off, and it's fun, and it's a nice bonding time. And I just, uh, I've decided to make it one of my questions that I ask people when I see them. Have you read that book? And are you, you liked it? I, I yeah, I loved that book, and I loved. Uh, well, you're Dahl. a big friendly guy. Oh, yeah, it's true. I uh, I love Roald Dahl. He um, wrote a lot of kids books, but he also wrote uh, some more yeah uh, adult kind of yeah, stuff. Adult. And he has stories about him. Um, as a uh, in the Royal Air Force in mm-hmm. World War One, yeah, um, dude was like six four. He was a big guy. Folded himself into uh, little into planes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, great guy. I mean, if you you want to read his uh, his bio online or or pick up some of his books, are really quick, easy reads. I mean, they were made; those books were made for kids. But Danny Champion of the World is a really good book about uh, you know growing up and and um, you know succeeding in something you didn't think you could. And, Everybody's probably seen the movie The Witches with Angelica Houston. The book is a lot better. Um, so, yeah, the BFG. Check that out if you haven't already. I like it. Uh, that being said, what about the dogs? You like the dogs? Love the dogs. I I uh, miss hanging out with dogs. You got great dags. My dags. Yeah, sure. I like dags. Um, dogs. Somebody, dude, dude, when I got out of the car tonight, I mean, the dogs know me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're very friendly to me once I get inside the home. But they were out and back. And uh, I was a little <laughs> hesitant. Were they barking? <laughs> With the, oh, yeah. They were barking. I was a little hesitant about approaching the house. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, Budo, <laughs> uh, Zelda, Zelda, Zelda. <laughs> My deepest voice, yeah. you know. <laughs> and uh, they they backed off a little bit. When, so it, when it. it's somebody they don't know yeah. and they're walking by, they're barking, this is my this is my property. 
when it's somebody they do know, it's a different bark. Like knowing them, it's I can hear it's a different. I knew you were here before you got to the door because I heard him. I said Paul's here, and um, that's the hey, I'm back here. Come back here and play with me. Hey, come back here. I got my ball. That, oh, that's so that they recognize is. me. Yeah, from they the car. actually they can hear your car coming before they even see. Oh that. yeah, they yeah. were barking as I was pulling up. Like I know when yeah. people come up. I know like when Ariana's coming home. Like five minutes before she's even in the house, I know she's coming. My dad is another one because they know the sound of certain people's cars. And it's actually, it's cool. Like when I'm coming home from work, they're already waiting at the door for me. When they're okay. upstairs sleeping on Anya's bed, they'll hear the, the car pop they up. They got the mini down already. Yeah, they got it down already. <laughs> the, the, um, things, the things, when it's when it's your dogs, you, or your dog, you know exactly what the different barks mean. Yeah. Exactly the way, like, whether it's chesty or like a, like a growly kind of mm-hmm. bark, you know when it's a mailman, you know when it's, you know, burglar. Yeah, you can, you can uh, definitely yeah. tell when something's wrong, but it's a, it's. But I know as being a person who, before I had my Rottweiler, I was petrified of dogs. And I know they're intimidating looking, and they're loud. Mm-hmm. When they bark, they're loud. It's actually, it is a intimidating bark. Oh, yeah. So, so I know I can yeah. see where you're I, coming I, from. But now that I think about it, about it, there was no growling. Yeah. As, yeah, so. Well, Ariana told me a really funny story. This morning, she got home from work, and she let the dogs out. And, and they have the electric fence, but they're so used to it. I don't even put the collars on anymore. Um, I know that they're not going to go anywhere. And, uh, so she put them out without the collars on this morning. Usually she puts them on every morning and the, the people up the street, they have a little pit bull and they have two little rat dogs and the rat dogs are assholes. They're always like coming right to the property line and barking and growling and being mean. And so the pit bull comes down and he plays with them and they're romping around. They're having a good time. Well, I guess the lady came down to get them and she couldn't get the dog. So there's Ariana just got out of the shower. So she, her hair's wet and she's in a t-shirt with no bra on in her and her uh, her pajama pants out in the yard trying to get this lady's dog and she goes oh and they were just you know i know they're not going to hurt it or they're not going to hurt him but it's just you know this this lady that's her dog why why can't people take control of their own dogs and i don't understand why people just let their dogs run free if i did that in the neighborhood people would lose their fucking mind dude i can't stand people in the city that do that oh, that walk God, dogs yeah. without a leash oh yeah you know i see people with pit bulls and other breeds too and they're just walking down a busy street, you know. I guess they trust the dog, but but still, I mean, not the so dog much. Dog could always take off and get hit by a car. That's, that's exactly. what. It, that's that's my concern too. Yeah, you need to worry more. It's not just the people, the other people who are walking down the street, or another person with a dog. It's also, you know, they see something go across the street and get yeah. hit. Well, and not only that, somebody else has another dog that's not on the leash. Oh yeah, and that dog is an aggressive dog towards. I know dogs that are don't like white German shepherds. They will attack a white German Shepherd, is, even is though they're the racist? nicest dog. Yeah, it's very racist. Yeah. Even though they're the nicest dogs in the world, they just there are triggers for people and there's triggers for animals. And I just I trust my dogs completely, but I still would never go anywhere with them off a leash. Absolutely not. It's irresponsible as a dog owner. So, what else did I want to bring up so far for your trip up here? So you got done with work and you came straight here. Yeah. And I uh, I knew you were going to be hungry. Mm-hmm. So we went down. Oh, yeah. to, we went to a <laughs> we went to a flea market today with mom and dad this morning. We got back around one, and I had a whole bunch of stuff for sauce. And Ariana's been bothering me to make some spaghetti and meatballs. So I made uh, angel hair, and I'm like, well, you know what? I, I said to my parents, says, I got to stop and get hamburger because I'm gonna make some meatballs tonight. And they're like, my dad's like meatballs. Uh, you making sauce? And I'm like, yeah. He goes, okay, we'll be over at five. I'm like, okay. So I made sure I made extra. You know, uh, figured you'd probably be coming straight from work, be a little right, hungry, yeah. and. uh so how was that? Was it good? Oh, great meatballs! Also, uh, really good gravy. Good. Uh, I, I really appreciate a uh, 
home cooked meal, and that was that was fantastic. Yeah, I always do too. Oh yeah, because I have I have nobody at home. Yeah, you know I'm a I'm a microwave chef. Same here. On the on the rare occasion that my uh, that my roommate's girlfriend like makes cookies or something, that's that's as close as I get. It's a nice treat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get that home. When I was single, I never cooked anything. I would I would pretty much and not even microwave stuff. I would just I was very skinny then because I would make a thing of ramen. And put some Worcestershire and some cheese in it or something, and that was dinner. Or I'd have a, the tube of cheese balls, and that's what I would eat. But no, it's it, being you know being by yourself. It's it's to go through all that for a meal that's just gonna get thrown out most of it because mm-hmm. I can't cook for just one person. Or I can't cook for three people. Like that's a a typical meal where I make something and it's in the fridge or we have to freeze it because it's I just make so much. But who yeah. made the garlic bread? Did you make it yeah. or it was, was it was, was really good? Oh yeah. good, I'm glad you liked it. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. I got a. I got a thing of Italian bread at the store, and then I put some, uh, I make a little uh, butter-garlic infusion. Okay. And then I roll it on the bread, and then I put that Saturate in the Saturate the bread. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man, it was, it was like, perfectly crusty. It, it was had it had consistency of, like, croutons, mm-hmm. but it was, and it was soaked in with the with the garlic and the butter. Man, it was really you good. You could sop up the, the yeah. sauce really I kept thinking of, I kept thinking of Scott Pilgrim. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he likes his toast. <laughs> no, and, and I don't bring it up like the that I want you to compliment me in front of everybody. I mean, that's, I just, I really wanted to generally oh, yeah, hear what you yeah. thought. Like I uh, probably wouldn't have said nice things if it was, or as nice things if it wasn't as good as it was. I think I know you well enough that I thought that it was an interesting time to ask was here because I didn't think that you would bullshit. Yeah. So, no, I'm glad you came up. So what do you guys want to do tonight? Hmm. Well, we were talking about different segments or maybe or working what, going in forward. Se- yeah, going forward, okay. picking up different segments. And I had, uh, you know, we were supposed to have a meeting, and we kind of had a little bit of a meeting, but we really didn't get down to uh, brass tacks. Been a little busy. I'm but, sorry. And I totally understand that. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, I could I could read out a few of the segment ideas that I had. Yeah, why don't you do that? Uh, and, and, and the reason why we're doing this here, I see, I, I had the idea that I was going to call you like Thursday night and discuss things with you. Yeah. But I kind of let that go, and I kind of was being wishy-washy downstairs talking about it. Because I thought that this was a conversation that the the, uh, the audience could appreciate and, I agree. and add to. Right. And that's, I thought you thought that as well. All right. So one of the ideas, instead of just saying to someone or asking someone, how was your week? I figured we could break it into two different, two different uh, subjects. Okay. What, what was your high of the week and what mm-hmm. was your low of the week? Okay. 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 I, you know, I don't know if you guys have anything in mind, but, uh, to give an example, my high of the week was... When you got high. It's No, I usually don't do that. Okay. Usually not. Usually. Yeah, usually not. Uh, I get high on life, Mike. No, <laughs> yeah, see, I don't do that's that. That's not and true. Hugs, not true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, my high of the week was it started out bad where I started to get a cold around Tuesday yeah. and a really bad sore throat where you wake up in the middle of the night and it feels like you have broken glass in yeah, your throat, yeah. okay? yeah. I was able to knock it out in two days. Good. And I Were you built, taking anything for it? Uh, a lot of vitamin C, multivitamins. Like zinc? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was uh, zinc in the multivitamin. And uh, tried to get as much rest as I could, a lot of fluids. And I was able to knock it out in two days. Good. I mean, sometimes those things, you know. If Mine's I got, been hanging on for three weeks. Yeah, if I got the yeah. flu, it could hang on for a week. So I was, that was a high for the week. Because it, it, it may not sound like a big deal, but you know, when you're sick. Mm-hmm. Especially if it lingers. Everything's it's a amplified. fucking pain in the ass. Yeah. You hate it. Yeah. Everything sucks yeah. when you're sick. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if you guys have a, a high in mind. 
of your past week? Um, Friday night, we interviewed Eric Goldman from IGN. And that was pretty fucking fantastic on Full of Sith. Uh, it, we, we had him on the phone. It was, uh, he was really cool. I've always wanted to talk to him about TV, so we didn't just talk to him about Star Wars. We talked about TV, video games, and that, that sort of thing. Oh, okay. I've always frequented IGN. I think it's a great site. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they really, you know, I don't want to just sound this, but they really are the forefront of a lot of things going on as far as websites and getting news and, and writing articles and stuff. I, I, I as, do enjoy it. As far as walkthroughs, I always go to uh, yeah. IGN. <laughs> they also, uh, he's also doing a podcast that I enjoy, too. You should look that up. Uh, so that was great. We had him on. I think we were only scheduled for like a half an hour. We ended up talking over an hour. We could have went farther, but I knew he had something he had to do. He wanted to watch the uh, season finale of uh, Fringe, and he had, to, yeah. he had to go to a party first, too. Oh, was the season finale? Yeah. Oh, Series shit. finale, I think. Ser- yeah, yeah, it is the last season. Well, so. I mean, it did It did resolve. I watched it last night, actually. Mm-hmm. It did resolve, but I thought they'd have one more. No, I think that was it. I think that's what he said. Yeah. And then um, I think about it. Yeah, it makes sense. And then we also, uh, me and Brian on Full Sith, we got together on Saturday night, last night, and we recorded... Um, I'm sorry, just one high. Just, no, just this, one. This is, a, a, <laughs> this is an, an equal high. Um, we, we got with uh, Fatboy to do his uh, rumor control segment for uh, Full Sith 2, and that ended up being... We want to keep those about 45 minutes long, that show. That's, and, yeah, it sounds I perfect. I think we, we got a little bit over that last night, but we were also talking to him about his first Star Wars experience and you know getting uh, the audience... Um, interested in him and here's more highs full of sith last week and in still continuing today uh so much attention on major star wars websites uh being listed as one of the best star wars shows in thousands of star wars shows already uh the the rave reviews we're getting the write-ups we're getting the people contacting us to come on the show i mean i don't want to release any of that but there are some big names of people who are contacting us to get on the show how many reviews do you have on itunes 12 already so far um, oh, okay. I would think more than that, but we know how that we how, know how that works. Yeah, uh, with yeah. iTunes reviews, by this point, I didn't think we'd have more than two. Just how people are, they want to hear some episodes, they want to hear some things. I mean, if you could, you know, iTunes reviews for this show, the old South Philly Paul cast, uh, Full of Sith, Mediocre Show, uh, they're always welcome. But uh, just, I mean, the iTunes reviews have been big. Uh, Stitcher contacted us because they wanted us on there. Uh, another website contacted us, another directory, um, TuneIn yeah. uh, contacted us. Um, I'm actually getting all the shows on TuneIn. I didn't even know about TuneIn. Where the fuck was I that whole time? But I'm going to get a New York Radio Network to stream on there as well. Okay. Cool. Um, but like I said, a lot of people contacting us and the write-ups have been just, okay. So uh, we have we have a great big audience for obviously Oblivious. And um, they're very supportive and they're wonderful. But this year we hit 500 likes on Facebook. Yeah. Full Sith hit 500 last week. Right. right. That yeah. was my next point. I saw that as well. Yeah. Yeah. And we're not really actively even promoting the show. It's it's kind of right now we're doing it's we've we've been calling it a soft release. You know, we're just trying to get some episodes out and we're not really pushing it hard anywhere. And yeah, people are I mean, doing it for us. It's, it's the amazing. combination of who's involved and the subject matter. Yeah. Too. I mean, you Star Wars is very popular, and, you know. And yeah, people, but there's a thousand Star Wars podcasts. It, they could be totally yeah. done the wrong way. And like I said, who's involved? Yeah. What's that? The people, the people who like Star Wars or the people who love Star Wars, it's one of the things that people are, like, fanatical about. So it's a uh, – even even if they're uh, going to disagree with you, they're going to listen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I hear Kabuto at the door. I have no idea why he's up here. 
But he heard, he heard you talking about Star Wars. I guess so. Yeah, he loves, yeah. He's fanatical about it as well. It's a shame because he was going to be named Vader and, and the girls. Uh, how about that? The girls, he was. Yeah, the girls outruled me for Kabuto. Isn't that funny? That's 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 great. I'm like either Kabuto or Vader. Kabuto. Huh? Kabuto. Yeah. So there he is. Yeah. New intro for the show. Um, the one we played tonight is yours. Okay. You've done it. Might stick with that. I don't know yet. All right. I don't want to be a jerk, but I like it. Jeff Anderson also submitted. Well, something I as suggested well. Jeff when you asked me if I had music. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'm looking forward to hearing what Jeff. So, but Jeff is uh, Jeff is in uh, North Dakota. He couldn't get me the uh, the the instrumental for it. He sent me the real song. Um, I it has to, I have to see. It has to grow on me. I have to see what feels better. Those guys have a new CD. What Top Dead? Yeah. No, but Ox Cross, his other band, oh, is going to be releasing one soon. This okay. actually is an Ox, Ox Cross. Either. This is Jeff Anderson. Like, oh, okay. Like he's done on his own. I saw something on Twitter yeah. about a, a new CD. Um, I think they were they were wrapping it up. I didn't know that they were done with it. I knew they were wrapping up for okay. TDC, but I know Ox Cross is having one come out. Okay. Um, I just can't remember. I, right, it's been a whirlwind the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I know you've been very busy well, with a lot of shows. Any highs for you? Well, that you oh, can yeah. think of. Um, kind of, this is going to sound kind of cheesy, but uh, major major high for me was. Uh, had lunch with my mom on Friday and hadn't seen her in actually probably hadn't talked to her in like four weeks, something like that. Okay. But, and that was, that was really cool. It was good to see her cause she's doing well. So that's you guys great. live far apart. Not very. Um, like she lives in Phoenixville. It's about half an hour from me. Um, so it's not, I, I probably should be a better son and go out and see her more often. But, yeah, you really should be. Yeah. I'm. Not now, your son. parents aren't together. No, they're together. Yeah. Is that Phoenixville? Yeah. Wow. Okay. Um, I just didn't realize that that was Phoenixville. I mean, it's a Phoenixville. Like, this is a Moton zip code, but Moton goes all the way down to Morgantown almost. Oh, really? I mean, that's, what, 15 miles. So, yeah. is it one of those things? Like, it's not Phoenixville proper. isn't right it, there. It's not inside, like, the, uh, I guess you could say, like, like the. it's not inside the borough of okay. Phoenixville, but that's still considered Phoenixville. Wow. Um, but, yeah. Another another high is, it was hockey back. Yeah, Did you have a hockey back. Well, it was a, it was a high that it's back. Here's it the thing: wasn't a high with the actual watching. They played of the games. well both games uh, tonight. They didn't play. They played well until the last couple minutes. It's like adequately. I wouldn't say well, but I'm I'm still kind of irritated with hockey. I'm still kind of irritated with the NHL. I'm I'm irritated with the players. I'm irritated with the owners. I saw on uh, ESPN that um, I think of all the games of the 13 games last night, all but three were sold out. And that's great. The fans are coming back. But all that does is, is show them that no matter what they do, people are always going to come back to it. And Major League Baseball, when they did that, it took forever. It took Sammy Sosa and McGuire doing um, performance-enhancing drugs to hit 70 home runs to get the, mm-hmm. the fans back. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm sick of fucking the NHL and, and their lockouts. I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm over it. If it happens again, I'm, I'm done watching American hockey. I I. I can see your frustration. I wouldn't. I still wouldn't be done. No, uh, there, I can watch. Well, I, oh, the NHL. Let me say that. I, I'll still go watch the Royals play. I mean, I love minor league hockey. There's not as much bullshit. Yeah. yeah. But the, this whole money thing. These guys make plenty of fucking money, and the owners make plenty of money, and do something like the NFL does. Well, yeah, there's a lockout, but it's ten years in between, so not three. Right. Right. So at least we didn't lose the whole season. But still, it's. It's, it's something that we've been uh, like looking forward to since uh, October 
Yeah, but anybody that wins this year, it's going to be because of the, you know, the lockout shortened season. They won't really be considered yeah, a real champion. They won't, be, you know, Stanley Cup champion. It, there's just so many asterisks that go along with it too. How many games are lost? Uh, I think they're doing 63 total out of 80. It's 83 in the season. I thought I thought they were doing 50 something total. Uh, I could, I, you I know what? We were wrong. talking about that mediocre the other yeah. night. But like Flyers played Saturday and Sunday night. Oh, wow. Yeah. Two. Yeah. Wow. Two nights in a row. That's. I mean, it happens that's, sometimes, that's grueling, but, right? but they're going to do that all season. Yeah. It's like last year. I know you don't watch basketball. <laughs> I don't watch any sports. But with the NBA last year, I mean, the the older teams that would have done okay with the, the regular amount of rest in a strike-shortened season, uh, they're playing four or five games a week instead of two, and the older guys are just exhausted. I mean, it's it's a, it's a very – yeah, sure, it's good for the fans because now we're seeing more games. And, and I know, like, uh, uh, a couple of the, the TV networks, um, the TV um, companies – are running like NHL uh, season pass for free for a couple months, and 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 that's nice. But being on Directv, it's really hard for me to get a Flyers game. I actually have to oh, really? my Comcast up to watch Flyers games because I have the Comcast for the internet. But no, I'm glad they're back. You know, the other thing I want to point out to people is we're not, uh, and this is for the new vision of the show. Um, I'm not trying to do yet another talk show where just people are just where we just sit here and we just. Sound like Whoa, we're talking, 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 yeah. talking. Well, that I, was I, one of the points that we were discussing. Yeah, I, I still want to be able to go off on ridiculous tangents and, and stuff like that. It's just right now with Will here and just sitting, it's more so having a conversation. But I didn't want anybody to get that. I didn't want to get any emails or voicemails. Oh, well, you know, it just sounds like it's just yet again another talk show and it's as stale as every other nine billion podcasts out there. I don't, we're not going to do that. It's just this is the first show. Well, to our defense, we really didn't get together and have a game plan. I yeah. mean, we, t- you know, we had an outline of what we were going to discuss and, and talk about for the future of the show, but we didn't have segments set up with theme music and yeah. specific things. Anyway, I just wanted to, yeah. I just wanted to throw that That's out. Cool. That's cool. It's, it's, yeah. it's week one of a new format. It's week one of a new format. Well, and not even many, that. It's, 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 it's like day one of, we haven't decided yet. Right. I mean, how many, how many, uh, obviously oblivious did you do before you got, uh, until you nailed down exactly what you wanted to be doing with the show. Uh, 104. I don't know. <laughs> no, it, it took a while. Right. Yeah. So, so uh, I don't think with that, I don't think with the other episodes, we ever really knew what we wanted to do. It just, whatever came up is whatever. Came I think up. some really clicked. I'd say uh, after a while, majority of them clicked mm-hmm. with whatever we had in our minds and however we, uh, you know, uh, played off each other. I think uh, we came up with some funny shows. I mean, I know I left some nights thinking, "Oh, that was that was a lot of fun. That 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 uh, that made us laugh." And hopefully, it transferred to listeners. You know, yeah. really enjoying it. Um, as far as lows for the week, <laughs> my my one low. <laughs> I like that to, you're taking more of an initiative now. I do like that. It would have to be that I Hulk smashed my netbook. <laughs> Why? <laughs> It was uh, it was a stormy night. It was a night where we, it was raining a lot, and it wasn't connecting. The internet wasn't connecting. So you couldn't just brought it up here. So and I was getting frustrated. I was getting very frustrated with it. So I went, "So you you fucking working now, motherfucker?" And I yeah, Hulk smashed Listen, it. Listen, the next time you want to destroy a computer, bring it to me. Not not just for you, but give it to, I could always use another computer. So it's it's kind of still has power, but I yeah, that was a question I had for you, Mike. Can I bring it up to you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And uh, you can Dr. Frankenstein it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, cool. Thanks. So that was my low because it has all the podcasts on there. It has all, like, other, my music on there and, and 
other things that I recorded and some downloaded stuff. So yeah, we'll get it. We'll get uh, it some of it's backed up, but not all. You know, a lot of photos are on there. A lot of porn. <laughs> you know, favorited porn. Man, you like the porn? Yeah. I won't be touching. I'm a connoisseur. Well, you're make married. Sure, make sure the fucking thing is clean too. Yeah. I don't want to be fucking. Jizz, jizz, fucking rag. Computer. I'll bring it in a plastic bag. Lady at work brought in her fifteen-year-old's computer. Oh no, because it wasn't working. And he had some terrible virus, and I'm like, keep him off the porn site. She goes, oh, he isn't on porn sites. What is all this white shit all over the keyboard? Take this, <laughs> go clean it off, and then bring it back to me. I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not touching some sixteen-year-old jizz. No, sorry. Yeah. Well, at least and tell him to go to you porn. Don't be downloading shit off fucking torrents. Yeah, no, I just, I just, I just watch the porn. Like, I don't mm-hmm. do anything. You don't do anything. No. 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 It's 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 more of a uh, the way you enjoy like a uh, Peter Jackson movie or a uh, like you watch you watch the Hobbit the same way that you watch porn. Well, the Hobbit's basically porn. Uh, for some people. There was nothing. Uh, didn't even have Liv Tyler the Hobbit. Well, not yet. I don't know. Maybe she might show up at some point. Uh, so that was that was my low of the week. I don't know if you guys have any lows. I never have any lows. I have a great life, Paul. Yeah. Well. <laughs> uh. Losing two games in a row, I, that, that's a low. Um, which which teams are you? Flyers. Teams? Flyers. Flyers, okay. Um, just general, uh, just work. Work is normally just a bummer. So I just kind of like zone out, tune out while I'm there. Really? You don't like your, your job at all? Not even a little bit. Wow. But, okay. All right. Uh, I don't well, know. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, I like my job. I like what I do. Yeah. But I don't want to be working. So it sucks. You know, we just work in general. That's why it's called work and not fun. Yeah. Do you, well, do you, some people are, I'm sorry, excuse me. I'm sorry. Some people are lucky enough to yeah, called millionaires, have Paul. the foresight, those people, and some other people are lucky enough to have the foresight to realize what they should be. This could like, be my like, job. Like Five John Hatton. John Hatton knows who he should have been. Yeah. 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 And he became that person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I could, I could be doing this show five days a week and then this would become work and I'd bitch about that. I just... Now it's a hobby and it's fun and you know, I'm doing it. Oh yeah, I have musician friends where that's all they do, but it's still it's still a grind. Yeah, it's a, it's a job because they're doing the same songs or they're doing all that traveling. I got to go to an allergist in the next couple of weeks. I had to I have to wait for an the allergist. Yeah, I have. Um, apparently, I become allergic to something, and uh, my face just feels like there's termites yeah. in it. It just itches so bad, and I've been getting like hives, and I've been getting. So I gotta go do that prick test. Where yeah. they, they touch what if my you're dick. allergic no. to Darth Vader? No, it's not Darth Vader. But it's all the you know they have <sighs> to do that that scratch test on your back, and then I gotta get a shot for like every day, every month, of, every week for a year, which I won't do it unless they. I live with a freaking critical care nurse. She can she can administer it. I don't have to go to a doctor's office every week. But if they push for that, I just won't do it. But my low of the week, I mean, to, to talk about it, um, my cat Reese's. Um, she's eleven, and she's a probably i mean my dogs are sweet but this cat is so sweet and so loving that it's almost too much where you have to take her and put her away because she just will not leave you alone if you're trying to sleep she will just keep pushing her head on your hand to pet her she's just ridiculously sweet um earlier in the week she was um it sounded like she had a hairball the way she was breathing and then the next night i and kabuto's been at her door you know growling and barking going crazy over it and then I went down uh, uh, Tuesday night to look at her. I was petting her and I was, I was checking her out. And it's it's her breathing in. Her nose was really congested and, and full of snot, basically. And I'm looking her over and her face, her eyes, her third eyelid is up a little bit. And I'm like, 
you know, maybe she she caught our cold that we had. Maybe, uh, you know, maybe she developed. Can animals you know, catch? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Human viruses? Some, really? some viruses, yeah. Um, well, actually, we can get pink eye from cats. Yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard of that. Yeah. yeah. But the dogs can get. Or, and, and feline AIDS. Not uh, flates. Um, flates. There's a show name. Um, write that down. But anyway, so I noticed it was her breathing in. And uh, so I let that go. I didn't want to bug her too much because I was already checking her out. And um, then Thursday, I mean, we already called the vet and made an appointment. That was on Tuesday. The vet appointment was for Saturday morning. Um, Friday night, uh, I was investigating her mouth because then I had the thought, maybe she has an abscess. Because oh, I've yeah. read that if cats get abscesses, they their body's fighting that infection. They get snotty and all that. And I was looking in her mouth. And as soon as I lifted her lip, I could see her, her front uh, canine was all gray. And I lifted her lip up a little bit more, and she has a huge abscess uh, across that tooth and all the way back, which means she, at best, we, we saw the doctor uh, on Saturday, at best, she has to get those teeth extracted. Um, that was a $300 appointment just for him to give her an antibiotic shot and no and just say, you have to go to the other doctor. Do you and, have pet insurance, Mike? You know, we don't because the animals have always been healthy. Um, but now they're getting older. I guess it's a pretty good idea. Ariana's been talking about it for a couple of years, but I kept saying, no, they've always been fairly healthy. But then, you know, we're standing there, we're checking out, and she's like, okay, well, you have to go to our specialist, our sister hospital, because they have all the x-ray stuff, and they're, they're the ones that will do the extraction, and we want that vet to see her, too. And, and I'm like, no, no, we're, we're not doing that. Set up the fucking, uh, give, me a, give me an estimate and set up the, the surgery. Well, no, he wants to see her. I said, I'm not paying another $300 for another vet to look at her and say the same thing. And she's like, oh, no, no, we, we'll. Well, okay, well, we'll make sure that that doesn't happen. Uh, to go back in the story, the, the worrisome thing, at best, she has to get those teeth taken out. At worst, um, it could be kidney-related. The doctor, the vet said that sometimes with her, if their kidneys are having kidney failure, it messes up things in her mouth oh, and the rest wow. of the system. She has a big lump on the side of her neck, which um, uh, it probably is a lymph node, but it's very hard and kind of large, and she might have cancer. So we won't know until she gets these x-rays and stuff on Tuesday night. Um, so I, and I'm not putting her through anything like that. Uh, I mean, uh, I've seen Sam suffer and we had to have him put down and it was the most horrible, painful thing I've ever had to do. And I'm not going to see another one of my animals suffer like that. Um, my dad's dog, they just, they spent four grand on his cancer surgery. And within a month he had more back and he had to, he had to get put to sleep. Um, and, and he suffered the whole time. He couldn't, he couldn't shit. He couldn't do anything. Mm. And, uh, and she's such a sweet cat. So I'm worried about that. How uh, long have you had her for? 11 years. I've oh, had her. Since, you had her uh, as a kid. I had her, uh, she came to my house. My sister brought her over. Uh, this is when I was with my first wife. My sister brought her over on a dog's leash because she she'll walk on a leash. <laughs> she was, uh, six months old and, um, yeah, she looks like a little Reese's peanut butter cup. She has a, those kind of those colorings, and and uh, I guess the the mother cat was hit by a car. She was the only one left, and they were going to take her to the ASPCA. And I'm like, ah, oh, just I'll take her. And she's so sweet, I'll take her. And um, she is she's such a good cat. Now, and then the vets are checking her out, and she's purring. If that was Tunes's, they'd have to be wearing leather gloves, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't. Well, the tunes, the, our person. cat uh, Sophia that I had from my marriage. We had her from two weeks mm. uh -huh. and I was her daddy because yeah. I used to go home and feed her at lunchtime. Mm -hmm. 
and she she would you know sleep on me and need on me to wake me up and stuff and uh you know we we've been divorced for seven years but she had passed away i'd say at least two years ago and it still affected me yeah you know because we had her for so long and uh she had uh my ex had her buried yeah they had a nice burial for her and stuff well i mean to get the cats when when i was with my first wife we had her big tomcat uh skimpy and uh we had tunes and we had reese's and um skimpy had was starting to get kidney problems and and my my ex-wife was very fond of this animal and i was too he was a big he was a big boy he was very nice he was kind of special in the head but um (laughs) i was trying to do everything he was he was there were some of them like that no 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 i know i know what you're talking about i i seen cats like that too we uh so she was very upset she was working far away at the time so i was taking time off of work to take him to different vets all over the east coast uh, as far south as virginia up into connecticut for wow. specialist because i was trying to keep this cat alive for her and um you know at the time we were we were young we already had how the house almost paid off and uh because we were paying like multiple we had no, no other bills and uh so uh, i'm taking all these vets we're talking eight thousand dollars later they did figure out something for oh him. Oh, my God. And and then things happened with – I found things out that were happening at the same time that were why we're not married anymore. And she took him, and he was so uh, fond of me that he pretty much died of a broken heart like a month later, Like, which is a shame because, first of all, I went through all that to keep that cat alive, and I'm not doing that again. Like, he's oh, – so many doctors pricking him and being in the cage and driving six hours this way and, you know. I just, I can't see it. And the money, I, I can't financially put my my family in a financial burden for something like that. And I know it's going to sound terrible to, to some people that will do anything they can to keep the their animal alive. But like I said, we did everything we could with Sam and it still wasn't enough. And we did, they, my parents did everything they could with Hercules and it still wasn't enough. And I saw both those dogs suffer and I'm not doing that again. I'm not, I'm, I, I can't. It's the reality of it, though, unfortunately. But yeah. Ariana knows me. I've been avoiding it. Like, this is the longest I've talked about this while this has all been going on because I've been avoiding the conversation because I don't deal well with this stuff, with, with the pets. I don't. But, so, yeah, that's that's been a, that's been a really low point. And uh, it's been, I mean, we were sitting downstairs and you were talking to me, and my parents said the same thing today. We went to a flea market, which, boy, Anya made out like a bandit down there. <laughs> she doesn't ask for things. Like, if, if she was a normal kid and said, I right, want this, right. Daddy, or can I have this? I'd say no, and we'd walk away. Well, she goes, I like I like the way she rolls. She goes, have you seen this, Daddy? This is really cool. <laughs> she has a sales pitch for it. Yeah, her. she yeah. does. She she t- And, and I oh, okay, well, if you really want it, we'll get it. And, uh, yeah, so she knows, she plays me like a fiddle. But she made out. I got a, got some albums that I, that I already had, but were in the, in a in a container that got opened and they got kind of mildewy so these were in better shape like 40 cents a fucking album um i went to go see a concert um ariana's brother-in-law is in a band called 20 till 8 and they played down at a reverb in reading last night so we went to that show for a little while what type of music uh it's uh, it's heavy metal okay um but it was really cool it was cool to see him play and it was cool who would you compare them to um i don't know sepultura I don't know who that is. Um, Biohazard. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Think of Me- Megadeth with. Okay. All 
right. I got you. I mean, it's not it's not uh, Cinderella. No, no, it's not. It's not not hair rockets. It's uh, it's just like Warren. I I don't want to see. I don't want to say. Hey, hey. I don't want to say screamo, but I mean, it's they they're they're heavy. And um, but no, we enjoyed it. Ariana went with until she had to go to work. I brought her home, and then I went back. Um, because he's been talking about it for a couple months. It was actually the first time I met him in person. But um, Ariana has always can compared us. Like we're almost, we're both big guys. We're both very passionate about what we do, and and he follows the shows. And he's going to be on Double O in a couple months when they're playing with DRI in a couple in March. I'm going to have him come on for that show. Um, but it was really cool being out there. But then I saw that DMX was actually going to be at Reverb in um, in February, and uh, so I put a post up on Facebook about it. Who wants to go see uh, DMX? I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to go. I actually contacted one of my buddies. I think my cousin might go too. I'd what? love to see DMX in person. When? February eighth. Do you know where Reverb is? Do you know where the Pike Cafe is? Yes. It's at that old bingo hall that was right down the street from the Pike okay. on 9th Street. Okay. That's now Reverb. That that sounds like it could be a really good time. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing it. Yeah. I, I, well, one, I like DMX, too. It's just that's going to be fun. I think that's good. Yeah, if everybody behaves themselves, you'll have a great time. Yeah, well, I'll get VIP booze. Yeah, so, sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when people don't behave themselves, it's also a good time. This is going to sound terrible. Well, not when somebody ends up dead. This is going to sound terrible. So I, I was I was basically offered some tickets too. Um, so I said, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to go. I'm not going to give them away. I'm you know or I'm not going to, uh, as I tend to do with a lot of stuff in this area. I don't I, I don't like uh, it's not me anymore going out to stuff like that. But I've never seen a DMX, so I would like to see that. But we were driving home, and I have a friend that I played football with in high school, and we we stay in contact. He lives up in Allentown. We stayed in contact for years. I mean, he's a great guy, and uh, he's a big fellow. Uh, uh, almost as big as you. Uh, he's a big guy. All right. And Ariana's like, big. well, you know, I'm really worried about you going to this. You're, you probably will be one of the only white people there. And because, uh, you know, all those scary black folks, all those scary a, black uh... folks. And, no, it's not. We went to Reading High. We don't. She right, doesn't right, think right, like right, that, right. but she's worried about there has been bad. Also, things. Also, fuck Reading High. Yeah. yeah. There has been some bad things that's happened <laughs> at that. Where? Club. Fuck them where? But when we were leaving <laughs> right last <in> night, <laughs> when we were leaving last night, the big black bouncer guy, I forget his name. I've talked to him before. <laughs> I doubt that's on his birth certificate. It is the big black bouncer guy. No, he he grabbed me and he's like, "Hey, are you coming to the DMX show?" I said, "Yeah, you know, I'm really thinking about it." He's like, "Yeah, he goes, you really should, and, you know, maybe you can do some uh, do a pitch about it on your show." And I'm like, "How do you know about my show?" Really? He's like, "Oh, well, you know, uh, uh, this he told me her brother-in-law told him okay. about it and blah blah blah." And so when I walked in, he looked at me like I was nobody. He's like, go get your tickets over there if you have tickets waiting for you. Like an asshole. <laughs> and now I'm leaving. He's like, hey, we're going to hang out and watch a DMX and blah, blah, blah. So anyway, we're coming home. And, and uh, like I said, my cousin might go. I don't know. Um, but it happens to be, I love that. He happens to be my friend, Obi, who is, he's a black guy. And he's a big black guy. And I said, I think I'm going to ask Obi. Not because he's a big black guy, but because I've been trying to figure out something to do with Obi. And I know that we both, when we were younger, we shared the same interest in DMX. Right, right. So I, you didn't I, want to go to Brian Setzer? No, um, I I saved that for you. Um, so anyway, so I texted him and he's like, you know, I've never been to a concert. Let me, uh, I'm playing. This. What? what? Never yeah, he's never been to a concert. He's like, let me finish shoot, shooting some, get my zombie kills up because he was playing a, uh, um, the new Call of Duty with his son. Oh, the uh, he's God like, dose. Yeah. yeah, he's like, let me talk to my, let me ask my wife and then. I'll let you know by the end of the night. And he texted me back. He's like, I am so excited, Mike. I can't That's wait. Awesome, blah, blah, blah. Man. So it's going to be like, but we haven't for the last two years. He lives up in downtown, which isn't mm-hmm. far away, but our schedules don't. Downtown. 
It's not far away, but it's a pain in the ass to go to. to, to Especially drive with two twenty two, the way it's it's yeah. not it's yeah. stop and go the whole way. Yeah. But then it's just he does a lot of uh, sports things with the kids, coaching and stuff, and his mm-hmm. job, and and with my job and my family, and and it, so we've been trying for the last two years to get together. And I'm like, if we if I found, and I've been saying it for a long time, if I found one thing that it was an event, yeah, that I. We have tickets. Let's go do this. I knew it would happen, and that it happened to be a DMX concert. That's awesome. But I think we're going to have a good time. I think either way, I mean, if it's bad or if it's good, it's going to be a good time. The only, the only problem is that you run into people that don't think you belong there. That's the only problem. But I'm from Reading. Yeah. And I probably will know a lot of people there. Okay, cool. In, I've been in a lot of situations like that, and it can wind up being really fun because there's people who, like, there's people who, who don't think you belong there. In a lot of those kinds of situations, but then there's folks who like, oh, there's new people here. Never seen folks, you know, like like this coming to a place like this. They might be interesting. Let's go talk to those folks, and that's that can be a good time. They're just people make, 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 showing up for a concert. Well, that's the thing. That's, <laughs> just because it's a DMX concert, they're anywhere you go. There's going to be low lives, whether they be white, black, Spanish, or whatever. Yes, I there's going to be. There's going to at any event. There's going to be some troublemaker because oh, you're, you're you have a volume of people. Yeah. right. Yeah. So and odds are be people yeah. specifically going to start trouble. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be it's going to be that way. But um, like I said, in Reading, I'm not the Mike pilot. I got. Fucking beat up at a Josh Groban yeah. concert. Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, because you, no, went, to, I cause you went to Josh Groban. I, I'd kick your ass, too. <laughs> I, heard, I heard the pit gets crazy at Josh Groban's concerts. Oh, it's insane. <laughs> uh, Albright. Do you remember, insane. Were you at Albright when the Jim Blossoms were up there? No. No, not the Jim Blossoms. Um, Blind Melon. It was one of those two bands, but they were they What's were the moshing. Mike? Why they were? I, t- I had to take my sisters because they were both they were both fans back then. Jesus, and Christ. I took them to it, and people were moshing to Blind Melon and. Uh, I think it's called Lock. sloshing. It's fucking terrible. When, when, I was <laughs> when those Albright, bands are involved, it's sloshing. When I was at Albright, they had some like shitty emo bands come, but that was it. And, yeah. yeah. Well, it was in that gym, and yeah. it was terrible. Yeah. It was a fucking terrible time. But anyway, back to my point. Albright's a terrible time. So so in Reading, I mean, more we're getting more local listeners like. We're big in Salt Lake, and we're big in, in Portland, and, and all over the all over the country, all over the world. We have listeners everywhere. Where I'm the Mike Pilot. Well, in Reading, I'm still Mike Pilot, even though I'm listed as you know a notable resident on on Wikipedia and, and all that <laughs> stuff. Um, I see friends. I see people, friends on Facebook, or I see people like today. I, I saw my old friends Kara and um, Spiro, and they're like, you know, oh, I saw the Wikipedia thing in your shows. I could give a shit. They don't. They don't. Nobody takes. <laughs> You know, nobody, it, you know, it, it's, 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 I'm goofy Mike pilot from fucking school, you know? That, that's awesome. And, uh, but I know, uh, I played football and I played and I, I was never one of those people. I just, so I was a jock and this is, I hung out with, I, I did the TV, uh, the, the TV, video production. Yeah. I, I did the, the whole TV club and, and I, and you know, my girlfriend, Mariana was a very smart girl and I took the AP classes. And so, um, I would stick up for the for the the littler guys that were always getting picked mm-hmm. on from my friends that were on the football team. I was just one of those guys that didn't run in a clique. I yeah. just hung out with everybody, and that, that's been uh, it's been a good advantage for me all through my life. I, I have a friend, Junior. Um, when I, a couple of years, ago, probably about ten fifteen years ago, I had a I had a car and I had a big ass system in it, and I was driving down one of the not so good streets of Reading, and uh, sitting there with the light, the window down at the light, and gun came in the window. Get the fuck out of the car, you know, and I'm like, ah, fuck. And I hear this, yo, leave him alone. And then, like, the guy t- turns and, like, 
oh, Junior, I'm sorry. Yeah, he goes, that's my boy. Don't blah, 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 blah. And then wow. the guy's like, hey, I'm really, really sorry. I'm like, you're sorry. You're trying to fucking jack me. But Junior is like, a nobody fucks with Junior. So it's like, it's one of those things. Where that's I, like the movie The Rookie. Yeah. When yeah. He, when the, when that girl saves him. Yeah, basically. Oh, man. But it was like, I, I, I thought I was fucked. I'm like, I'm going to lose my fucking car if I don't get fucking shot. Right, right. And, um, but so like I say, like I was telling Ariana, I said, you know, anywhere I go, I know, so I see somebody I know. I right. see people that I know because I know a lot of people at Reading. So I'm not worried about it. And again, I, I don't even know why I feel the need to say this. Uh, this isn't one of those conversations. I have a black friend. Everybody look at me. No, <laughs> I went to Reading High. Yeah, I don't listen. I think I'm harsher on, on Puerto Ricans than I am on anybody. And well, you are. I got, I got, I got people in my family that because are, well, you're in, you're in Reading. Yeah, it's, and it's, that's that's when you when you look at like what are the major minority groups in Reading? Yeah, there yeah. you go. It's not going, it's, going not, not the Chinese and the Brazilians. No. That's true. Going back to something you said a second ago, um, if growing up or in high school you didn't necessarily hang out with just one group of people, that really gives you an advantage um, in life because you know how to talk to anybody. Yeah, you know how to how to have a relationship with anyone mm-hmm. and, and I, I respect really, everybody really i treat everybody yeah. with respect and and i've always been that way because you know growing up my mom's very religious and it was always you know uh, treat others like you want to be treated mm-hmm. and you know i would let when i was younger i'd let people and, and still to this day there's certain people i let walk all over me right that i mean that if it was anybody else i wouldn't fucking allow it but it just i i, I think you know by my nature i'm a kind person and, and i i understand i feel bad for people that i there but for the grace of god go i like i'll if i see somebody that has like a, a disability or i see somebody that's a, a homeless person on you know i always feel i have i'm very i'm a very emotional guy i'm very i have a big heart and but then i'll come on the show and in my head i i that's going to be funny i have to right, fucking right. say that and it's uh and i'm not defending myself i mean everybody that listens to me knows how i am and if they don't listen to me and this is the first show they ever heard then and then I'm just some fucking braggy cocksucker. So be it. I don't fucking care. I, like I said, I have enough fucking friends. But it just it was just a, a story that I just popped into my head that I wanted to share. You you know you were saying you know you're a good guy. You like to go out of your way to do um, do good by others. Let me uh, toot my own horn for a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, on Friday, I uh, was on my way out uh, to see my ma and uh, driving through Valley Forge Park. And you know right. Um, where 252 hits 23, where yeah. Washington's house is, a guy took that turn and ran out of gas during taking that turn. Um, so I stopped. He said he was out of gas. So I went up the uh, one of the street to gas station, borrowed a gas can, um, filled it up, came back down, helped him out. He's just he was you know shocked that anybody would. That was stop. really kind. But I mean, yeah. Like, if I was if I was stuck if I was fucked like that, yeah, I'd want that help. You're in the middle of fucking Valley Forge Park. What are you gonna do? Right. It's not like you can walk down the street or if you have the time. Oh yeah, yeah. and and the ability to help somebody yeah. like that. That's that's very cool. And it, it cost me all of like what like three dollars in gas. Right. Like, who, who Just cares? to get them started. Yeah. And you know an extra you know seven minutes out of my way. Who that's that's not a big deal. That's not a big deal at all. No, it wasn't time consuming. Oh at yeah, all. yeah. That was very cool. Yeah. yeah all right. Now you're good. Uh, listen, the first time. Uh, the girls actually met you, met you when we were down at Zerns that oh, yeah. time. Um, we were, you know, we, we, like anybody else, we were hanging out with you and then we talked about you all the whole way home. Anya kept looking up until she fell backwards. <laughs> Anya like, actually, like a- actually, Anya didn't make a big deal about how big he was. Like, 
Like no. I made a bigger deal yeah. about it. Like, well, I, everybody seems like a big guy to her. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Like she, like it wasn't a big deal. To her, but Ariana's like, you know, he is just one of the nicest, sweetest souls I've ever met. Because oh, wow. if you wanted to I hang can't. out with him more often, I would have zero problem with that. He is just such a genuinely good human being. That's and really, then me, on really the other sweet. hand. And Paul's a cocksucker. Right. No, she really, she really, like, <laughs> Ariana is nice and sweet to everybody. Whether she likes him or not, that's just what she does. That's her nature. Right. But there isn't a lot of people that she really, like, emphasizes. Wow. They're I a really love, good person. I love that she has a very, very dry, very smart sense of humor. Mm. And, and bust your balls in ways I have, you know, I, it's beautiful. It's, yeah. it's, 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 uh. It's masterful. It's the, funny. Uh, the ball you, you might be fucking Mr. Famous Internet guy, but you're just a fucking <laughs> cocksucker as far as I'm concerned. I mean, she's, yeah, she's a very good sense of humor, but it's, she gets herself in trouble too. It's, she's always putting her foot in her mouth because she'll say something like I would do mm-hmm. and it rubs people the wrong way or they take it the wrong way. And then, right, you know, right. and I, I'm always trying to point out to her, well, she, I didn't mean it that way. Well, <laughs> this is how it sounded, <laughs> but it's like funny, like Paul's seen us interact many times. Like tonight, she was when she was out in the kitchen doing something. Yeah, and I said, "Oh, you want to be funny because fucking people here, you don't think I'm going to smack you in your mouth because people are here. You're coming home tomorrow morning, you know, just that back and forth kind of shit." And she's like, "Are you fucking kidding?" It's just yeah, uh, but she's, you she know that sense of humor. That's all. Yeah, just she has a really good sense around. Of humor. Yeah, I, I say things to my wife when people are around that other guys that don't like their wife would love to say. Right, and I right. say it, and then well, the guys my, that I'm with, they're like, "Oh, I wish I could say that to my wife." Well, she knows I'm fucking kidding. I mean, they would say it. And it would be, you know, verbal Meaning abuse. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. All right. Look, I, you talk about doing good deeds. All right. I, I gotta, I gotta toot my own horn now. Here, you giving all that food all to right. that guy that called you fat? I thought that was a great deed. That was a good one. That was a good. No, that was great. Well, these are two stories about actually saving a person's life. Well, you're not a hero like okay. me. No. Did you hear the story? Listen to the story first. I'm okay? just telling you right off the bat. Walking down the street, seeing. Okay. Do what Walking down the street, <laughs> this guy is. Uh, in the back seat of his car, you know, his car door open. He's he's leaning inside his car, and he pulls out his toddler. Okay, turns around, puts him on the pavement. Okay, Ooh. turns back around to go into the car to pull out something else. Oh boy! The kid makes a beeline for the street between parked cars. Oh boy! I gr- scoop him right up, Good. right before he hits the street. You're a hero, Paul. And I turn around. And his dad's like right there in my face. Like I'm thinking like, you're stealing the kid. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I said, here, he was running into the street and the guy didn't say anything to me. He didn't say thank you. Didn't say nothing. He was just like. That was because he fucked up. He fucked yeah, up. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Okay. So I saved that kid's life. Now, good for you. No, that's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. Another one, I was playing a gig at a wedding and this girl had. Oh, a this little... just wasn't this week. You're just saying good stuff that you've done. Because uh, yeah, if no, you no. want to do that, we can have yeah. a 12 hour show about. No, no, no. no. It was high lows. Right. We went through that. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, I'm we saying, went through if the we high want to point out thing, the fucking wonderful things we've done in life, no, if you have the time. It, I, well, I can't, I can't even get the second one out, Mike. No, Give you can't. fucking chance we're, we're not, to fucking talk. We're not talking about what happened in <laughs> 1973, Paul. This one is close to 73, this one. No, no, no. The, the kid was, that was like a few years ago. But this, He's downstairs. He was talking to my parents about Ozzy and Harriet and like all these old TV shows. And I'm like, you know what? You have more in common with my parents than you do with me, Paul. That's yeah, I didn't crazy. know any of those bands. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. I was playing a gig, a wedding gig, and this girl that had a little bit too much to drink, she decided she was going to take off her shoes and walk down a road, the expressway, 
Roads oh, in Jersey. Well, we're going we're somewhere going in Jersey. Road. It was okay. Okay. Roads, expressway, whatever. And I, I, I talked her out of it. It's a weird word. I talked her out of it. She was having some kind of fight with her boyfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I talked her out of it. I said, no. She goes, nobody cares about me. He don't care about me. I said, I care about you. Aww. And, she, and she, she hugged me, right? And she sucked and the, the guy, <laughs> uh, No. No, the guy was watching. Maybe uh, if he well, wasn't watching. Oh, he was into it. He might have liked that. Yeah. He, yeah, he was the voyeur. Right, put, uh, put your big c- cock in her mouth, buddy. Now see, now, see, that's part of the problem. Like, let me finish. No, that's all. That's, <laughs> I, was, I was trying to find out if you finished. I'm trying to find out. No, no, no. That's not working. Well, it's a boring story, then. No, I actually, I actually no, saved her from, from walking uh, on a highway. You know, just uh, randomly, she could have got hit. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, but sometimes you try to help people out and they hit you with their cane. So, you gotta be careful out well, there. Fuck old people. This guy, this old guy <laughs> fell once, and I, I leaned over to help him up. He's like, get the fuck away from me. Said, All right. So I oh, again, he just he was a little embarrassed about what he did. <laughs> no, I just I said, okay, dude. I just left yeah. him on the ground. Yeah. All right. Bye. All right. Well, let's, uh, let's do this. We're, we're getting to be about that time. I, I mean, we started late before. It's 67 minutes. That's pretty good. Okay. I think. Let's, uh, I have, do have some voicemails that we should probably get out of the way. All right. Because I think that some of them have Did to you do, edit them? No, I think some of them have to do with cat. <laughs> so let's just get this out of the way. So we don't have to bring that up again. Uh, and it's going to be one of those things where it's not going to be like we're not going to talk about oh the time we're not going to not say oh the time Cat did this or the time it's we're not it's not a bad thing that she's not on the show anymore we're not uh, angry we're not we're you know we're bummed but it'll it's be, not like it didn't exist it'll be weird if you never mentioned it again yeah it's, it's, it's not like, like that would have been excellent it's not like if it was we didn't say never, anything yeah. <laughs> it's not like it was a bad divorce like at one point i was being so lazy i was going to leave all the descriptions well, and all the um the pictures and stuff the same even the intro yeah but then raheem who who did our garbage logo he put something together for us and like i said you had the intro thing and jeff said something about the intro thing and and uh you know i guess we got to update these like, things that would have been great it would have been like an alternate universe oh yeah <laughs> where she just never existed yeah. i was because that's what initially that's what i was thinking about doing. i'd leave everything up and then people that would find the show would see this cat on the artwork and we'd never bring her up and we'd never talk about and if somebody would send in a voicemail we'd talk about the other things that they talked about not the you know bringing up where's this cat person Mike, I, was, I was on facebook who who is that woman that's in our artwork oh you're on you were on who, facebook uh who is that there it's her name is Cat. Who's Cat? Did you see that Facebook movie, that Zuckerberg movie? That was yeah. really. Since you, since you're on Facebook, did you take time to uh, like the Full of Sith page? Yeah, yeah. Because you should have done that. That's what, that's. I thought that'd be funny, but everybody's been uh, uh, been helping us out with other things. So you know, you're going to be generous for us. But I might as well do that. That's that's awesome. But no, big thank you to Raheem. He's always in a pinch. Raheem is always helpful uh, to, for any time I need artwork or something designed. Yes, thank so, you, um, sir. Raheem. Hmm. Uh, Pencilink.com. Let me look that up. Did you have any other uh, show topic ideas, or was it? Yeah, I do. I do, but we were going to get into the. the well, I'll look. Mouth, I'll so. look up his uh, his information if you want to get into that. Okay. So uh, another one of the ideas I had was uh, random advice. Now I know. Uh, Isn't that what all podcasting is? Just random advice. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. No, it's not. Uh, I know people ask for people to write in and give. Uh, give situations of, of problems they may be going through right. or ask for advice. But I just thought if you have a general idea of advice, random advice, give it. Me or people? Any one of us here. Um, just be a good person. Treat people well. 
Okay. I mean, off the fly, I don't really Yeah, know. I mean, I, I didn't have any specific ones in Be mind. Be excellent to G- each G- other. G- and party on, dudes. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Dude, <laughs> exactly what I was thinking <laughs> if, do, you, do you mean like... Um, you saw somebody one day and you thought, man, they could, they should really be doing this instead of what they're doing. Advice on anything. Okay. And somebody out there may benefit from it. They may not. All right. Be, you, it would be great if it was just all very, like, oddly specific. I don't know. I just, I think that I do that already. That I, if I see something that irritates me or bothers me. Yeah. I try to tell people all the time what they should do. <laughs> it's just me. Yeah. You usually give your opinion on something. Mm-hmm. Right. At length. Okay. Well. All right, well, we'll discuss it. We'll see what the listeners think. All right, here's another one. Who would you fuck at work? No, no one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I thought this might be interesting for listeners to call in with that. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah, I wouldn't. Well, you're a that. listener, dude. So I you're not I, off the hook. I yet. wouldn't use names specifically. Right. It would be more of an anonymous uh, thing. I would never fuck anybody at work because I love my wife. But even if I was single... I wouldn't say anything, one, because people listen at work, and right. two, no, well, there's nobody at work that I would, no. Okay, well, you answered in any way. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, you know, I like having a pretty girl in the office. Mm-hmm. I'm not against that, mm-hmm. but, well. I have one coworker that I talk to about other stuff than work. Mm-hmm. Everyone else, it's do your job and leave me alone. Right, yeah. So there's absolutely no one that I'd be... In addition to that, but you're no around you're around a lot of people at your job that aren't it's workers. True. That's true. That doesn't count. There are you know, like you could call in a voicemail to the person that you saw walking and sitting on that bench. Say it's say it's uh-huh. a UPS employee, or what a can, FedEx employee. Right, like, what can Brown do for you? I I think that we should do something like um, uh, misconnections, like you see on Craigslist. Oh, yeah. Like I used to love reading those. Uh, I was at the giant shopping and you helped me with my cart. I thought you had nice abs. Call me or, you know, contact me. Like missed connections. Well, you you guys did try that on Mediocre Show. Yeah. yeah. I think we should have kept doing that. I thought that was great. I, I've heard it. I've heard it done on other podcasts. I love it. Yeah. I love I it. I like the idea, but I, I, I've heard it There's fucked up done. people around yeah. here. Yeah. I love it. No, I'm talking about people doing that. Like listeners, they want to do their missed connections on the show. That the the person's never going to oh, fucking see. Oh, I'm sorry. Hear, I didn't. I didn't totally understand. They want to do their oh, okay. misconnections. Mis- yeah. All right. Yeah. That they saw someone that they were attracted yeah. to, and they yeah. want to uh, yeah. try to hook Tell up. Tell us with what them you thought about through them through a podcast. Okay. Yeah. I want to. I want more people to call in live. Like we're not live tonight, but we have the live number. I want more mm-hmm. people to call in live. I, I you know I continually say I want people to uh, send voicemails and emails in. Um, and and I did say in the show notes from last time that. You know, I, I railed everybody last week. I was kind of just being a dick for the hell of it. But I, I also realized that we weren't giving you something that to feel the need to. I mean, you're a listener. You, you oh, didn't yeah. really we didn't do anything that you had the need to can call I, Can I call you out on something? Yeah, sure. Um, when you had the whole uh, uh, rant about no one calls in, no one leaves voicemails, never once in that show did you say the voicemail number. Yeah. So... Because I was, but I said it for fucking seventy other episodes. I, I was listening to that, and I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to call in, and I know that half of that he's 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 kidding, he's fucking around. More but more than half, but of there it. that there is a little bit of truth. There was to a little it. bit of truth. You wish that yeah. there was more listener involvement. Yeah, and I was going to call in and say, well, you know, maybe this would be a good way to have listener involvement. Involvement, 
And then you didn't say. Uh, yeah, but you didn't say the voicemail number. Everything's went, well, there. Well, everything's well, there on the Facebook page. Go to Facebook and I find the information. I don't have Facebook. Are, okay. Well, this is great. It's in show I mean, notes. Yeah. It's in this is great. Notes. We have Will here. He's like it's our own little focus group. Yeah. All right. You well, the show notes. What, what about the show notes? Can't find them in show notes. Well, okay. That that would have worked. But um. For Twitter. It's not. I don't think it's on the Twitter. I think the number's on the Twitter. Oh, it is. Maybe. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I, I, think I looked and it, it wasn't there. What if you did a Google search for obviously oblivious, obviously oblivious um, voicemail, and then obviously oblivious voicemail, obvious oblivious number, and it just kept like yeah. But even Facebook though you page. don't have Facebook, you can go on our Facebook page and see all our information. Wouldn't let me do. It. Well, it was on my phone, but it wouldn't let me do it. Mm. I had to. It said, you know, sign in to. No, it to says view this. that, but oh, I'll have to fix that. Let me ask you, Will. Did you listen to the last episode with yes with Cat? Yeah. How did you? Th- what did you think of it? Um, were you entertained at all by it? Yeah, but but in a different in a different. Type I mean, of it was very awkward. Yeah, right, right. right. It, was, it was. There were parts that were that were painfully awkward. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not saying that it was like non or unlistenable. It was just. It was just very awkward it's a different form of of entertainment than you'd normally look for in the double o show you know like when paul was saying about he lost his job and i was being a dick about it see that was fucking hilarious (laughs) well we had we had planned that because it was yeah there was a lot of like wink 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 nudge nudge like this is this is a gag Mm -hmm. but because you kept cracking the fuck up and (laughs) that's what made it so funny um, especially because Kat wasn't in on it. Yeah. Or that's she didn't that's see. what was funny to yeah. us. Yeah. So I was dying because of that. All right. Last so one, like last lot. show, it's the same thing. You just weren't in on it. Like it was just, I made the plan myself. Neither one of you were in on it. It's the same <laughs> thing. No, I don't it's, think so. It's not no, a gag it if you're the only one who's no, in on it. No, it's a gag to me. I'm first and foremost, I'm sorry, John Q listener, but I'm here to entertain myself. Let me ask you. you well, you're not here to entertain. No, I'm here to entertain myself. The last show, when it seemed like I was zoning out and you were waiting for me to do to do to do to douchebags. It's because I kept talking you, over you. you. Kept, no, no, no. Well, that, you always do that. But you were looking for the theme song, and I kept saying, you want me to do it now? Yeah. Now? Yeah. <laughs> now? You know I was kidding, right? <laughs> no, I know. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> See, you're really, you're really respectful, so I know when you're doing something like that, I know you don't mean it in like a malicious way or you're being intentionally dumb. Right. I know you're being you. Okay. I mean, I get that, but I'm I'm pretty good at playing the, the dickhead. I'm really good, and everybody's thinking I'm dead serious. I mean, there again, there was a lot of truth behind what I was saying about listener right, involvement because right. I truly believe that when people call in voicemails or people call in live, that adds a whole different um, universe to a conversation that would have never happened. And and in all the seven years that I've been doing podcasting, I've always loved what the listeners had to mm-hmm. say. So now this whole Facebook, Twitter thing where people aren't saying anything on the show or to the show. Yeah, that's upsetting to me. There's There are a lot. I, I text back and forth with you fairly often or, mm-hmm. or tweet or whatever. And there's a lot of stuff that I'd like to say to you that's not show material you know what i mean yeah so and that's fine if you're talking to me just to talk to me and it's in a text but when people contact me and say hey when you said this or hey this would be great for the show and i say okay we'll call that in or okay. email it in and they don't know that pisses me off because i would say 50 percent of the text messages or private messages i get are this would be great on the show okay well please call it in or email it in so it's more it's not so generic the uh, the thing um 
using using mediocre shows as a as an example. Okay, mm-hmm. the thing with uh, with mediocre is there are several different um, segments that are call in uh, uh, or voicemail based. You know, so it's what show am I you listening to? Well, not not based, but conducive to it. Okay. So, like toasts, um, yeah. stuff like that. There's not really on uh, so far on our There hasn't ever been anything that came up that would be along that. Right, and that's. I mean, I called. I called in here once into here once, um, but I listening to the show. I don't think. Ooh, I gotta call that in. Or no, and that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it's, I. I like I said, I wrote that in the, in the show notes from last show because I, I honestly believe that. I, was, I sat up that night and I was thinking about a lot of things. I'm like, I'm not giving anybody anything to call in for. because. And here's the other thing with the show. And, and, and fuck it, I don't care if this pisses anybody off. Um, we come up to do the show. You get here. It's Sunday night. I've had a very busy weekend. I'm yeah. already exhausted. Yep. You get up here. I just, I just rushed Arianna out the door to go to work. I know I have to get done to get the kid to bed, you know. I, I already have a lot of other things in my mind. Monday Monday morning is looming, going back to work. And even sure. though I don't dislike my job, it's Sundays are always bad for me work-wise. The moment I wake up Sunday morning, I'm already thinking of Monday morning. And I come up here, and we'd start the show, and Kat would say something to bust my balls about, you know, podcasting isn't hard or, you know, what's taken. So, you know, just fucking around, and that's fine. But if I'm in the middle of fixing a computer or doing something, that irritates me. Yeah. And then she would have a mark on her all show long, and we would never get to the stuff that I had planned to do or that I wanted to do because now I'm already in dick mode, and I'm just now I'm gonna he- I'm here to entertain myself. I'm just gonna be a jerk. Behind the scenes, it was chaotic as well. Yeah, yeah, it, because we had started later mm-hmm. because of you know you wanted to watch the playoff game. Yeah, and uh, so you had issues with uh, well, Anya. that came up here. The yeah. well, I had issues with Anya. She was having problems right. with the TV and and something else and. This laptop wasn't uh, getting the stream to it. Uh, it wasn't getting the audio. So there was a lot going I on. I wouldn't shut the fuck up. Yeah. And it's just, you know, so it, it's with this show. It's not, I take it seriously. I always have, and I love doing this show. But unlike Mediocre or unlike Full of Sith now, where there is a, there is a show to do mm-hmm. and we have uh, a general idea of what we're doing. By the time everything else happened, now I'm here, I'm in the studio, and whatever I'm going to do to make it fun for me, I'm going to do. Right. And it's unfair right. to people. I understand that. And that's why I brought this all up after the last show. I don't want to keep doing that. Uh, at that point, why should you stop doing the show altogether? Sometimes I feel like I'm getting your scraps because you're so busy during the week with your with, with work and now with the other podcasts. I don't mean to make this turn no, this no, into I, therapy. I, no. But- but I understand why I'm I I may be getting that. I understand why it's not like I begrudge that. And it's also but that's I, mean, I feel that way, and I know how you and that's how it manifests. Like that's how you take it out on your frustrations, not necessarily personal frustrations uh, against me and Cat or general whatever. in general, just in general, yeah. yeah. So and that's how I feel sometimes. It's like I'm getting the getting the short end of it, and you really are. And I feel and that's again, I feel bad that you come up all the way up here for that because at this point this is my only outlet yeah, right now i know and that's why i'm not trying to make it feel bad but that was another reason why i didn't just say i'm gonna stop on the show right i, I appreciate that yeah. um and i really do but uh I, again it's just uh i had a point that i wanted to make 
Um, yeah, but it is, you know, and I'm not saying about what you don't do or what you do do or, or anything like that. I've, I've never given you or Kat the opportunity to do things for this show. It's like with the awful show, I just did it, mm-hmm. you know, um, you're not going to do the edit. You're not, I have all the files here. You're not going to, um, but you need to start doing more of that stuff. You, you know, you want to make some posts on Twitter, do some things on Facebook, come up with a, a general plan of what to talk about, you know? Um, so I do mediocre and I don't want to talk about the same things we talked about on the mediocre show. Right. Um, when this is over, it's, uh, and the reason why I've never asked you to do anything is because you, you're, uh, involvement with this show is the the terrible drive up and back. I mean, to me, like when I was doing when I when Eric lived close down in Philly, that was a long ass drive every week. Yeah, and uh, so and Eric always said, "Well, that's you know that's your that's what you do for the show," but I, that never sat well with me. So I tried to do stuff for the show on Twitter, or Facebook, you know, uh, interact with the fans and, and and do different things, help Eric. Like I do the network stuff, and I help Eric, you know, with whatever I can. I always tell Eric when anything you need, I'd like to do right. with Double O. Uh, the microphones go off. We have a conversation. You leave. That's it until the next yeah. time you're up well, here. Well, I mean, I do do some form of preparation. I know. I, it, it, just for myself. I, you know, we, we don't really discuss it, discuss it during the week, but I do have some general idea of things I'd like to bring up so, but or talk about. That, so with all that being said, so you leave, and then I'm exporting the show, and then I have to edit the show, and then I got to do the notes, and I got to get it up on in the feed and onto Facebook and onto this. Right. And then now by this point, I've spent – nine to 10 hours just from doing the show and doing the, all the other stuff. Now I'm 10 hours in and the next show comes up and I didn't get any voicemails and I didn't really hear anything, uh, an email. And I, that, yeah, then I'm like, well, what the fuck? This is just a fucking total waste of my time. And so, yeah, I haven't, I haven't planned well for this show. I haven't come up with different segments. I haven't come up with different ideas. I've not invested any of my time on that because I've invested all my time into getting the show out, you know? Right. And right. that's the the whole point of and what I said. And that's a big chunk of it's very important. Well, the whole point yeah. of my the whole point of what I put out in that in the last show notes is I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm actually I'm if I'm going to invest into this, then I'm going to invest into it. Uh, in 105 shows, there have been some great interviews. The inter- I prepare very much for the interviews. Um, uh, I've been doing that. I, listen, I, I, it's going to sound terrible for me saying I'm not doing the interviews for myself. I'm doing the interviews for for two reasons. I don't need all these extra fucking shows that I'm doing with them. I'm doing it because there are a lot of great people that I'm a fan of that I appreciate what they're doing. And I'm trying to get them out there to, to a different audience or to, to more people to understand who they are. I also do it for that person to try to get them a little promotion, you know, because again, because I am, I want the listeners to enjoy them and I want them to, to feel good about what they're doing. Um, do I need to do fucking 10 interviews last month or whatever it was? Not, not really. I don't, I have a family. I have a job. I have other podcasts. I do. There's a lot to be done. So when it would get to this and you know, I felt it was stagnant, not because of cat, but it's always, you get into a, um, a routine. Yeah. The routine became, you came up, we started the show. We'd start busting her balls a little bit and then right. it would escalate. And I always like, I always thought it was funny the way she would get over stupid shit. And I was always trying to show her she doesn't need to get that way blow me off and I'll stop doing it. You know, I was always trying to, I don't want to say teacher, but I was always trying to like a life lesson with that. And that she, you know, she never really got. Have you ever said that, to, that to her directly? Yeah, and then she thought I was just being an asshole, but, and I was. Anytime you could get her to, uh, to rage quit was great. Uh, I actually, <laughs> ironically, I was the one that did it. 
because I kept pushing her. You ain't going to hang up. You're not yeah. going to hang up. You ain't going nowhere. Guess what? And she did. And she did. But she actually knows yeah. that you don't hang up on me. That's one of my one yeah. of my rules. You know, <laughs> don't do but anyway, um, yeah, we're, we are going to, I, I think our initial conversation with this, uh, I haven't been blowing you off the last couple of weeks. I just thought that this was more. I didn't, a, I didn't think you were. Mark. I thought this was better for the, the, the audience to hear. I thought that this. I, I think can, it's a good idea. Yes. And, and they can please uh, contact us and let us know. Let me first do this. Um, I was talking about Raheem. He did our, um, he did our new logo. Raheem is a RD design company. You can look that up. It's RD underscore design co on Twitter. Uh, also, if you look up Raheem Dade, graphic artist or graphic design on Google, he's uh, first couple things that come up are him. His portfolio is on there. He's fantastic. He's a, if you need a uh, freelance designer for your work, like your business, or if you have a home business or anything, you need something done like cards or advertisements or banners or anything. Raheem is very talented. First of all, he's an illustrator and he's an amazing graphic designer. Like I'm a graphic designer. He's a fucking graphic designer. So Raheem Dade, uh, Raheem, uh, this RD design company, look that up. I'll put the notes in the show guide. And, um, if you need anything done going forward, please hit up Raheem because, uh, you know, he's a growing family and he works really hard and he could use the extra scratch too. Um, but as far as uh, what we've talked about here tonight, and I, I should, I should, I keep saying it to myself every fucking week. I come up here in the studio to fix, and that's the other thing. I've been having a lot of fucking problems with my equipment, yeah. audio problems. Yeah. And I come up here and on a Saturday afternoon when I should be doing something with my family, I'm, I'm up here fucking wiring stuff and doing different things because over the course of the week, I don't want to take that time away from them. So if they're, they're playing a board game. I'll, I'll excuse myself and I'll come up here and do it. And then the show comes up on Sunday and I was already up here fucking with other stuff and I didn't get to put a post-it note of the show numbers and the contact information. I, there's a lot of stuff that I would like to do that I just don't because I'm trying to fucking. Well, it's frustrating because you, you think at this point you would have it down for the most part. I know things come up, but for some reason you keep running into these issues of, uh, you know, the, the quality of the sound or the way it's recording. Mm-hmm. You know, unfortunately. So I understand that being you know frustrating after you've been doing it for so long. Yeah, and then that, I that, sit that here and it sounds fine while we're doing yeah. it, and then Monday morning comes up and I'm and I'm listening to, I'm listening to it through the edit and I'm like that fucking sounds like shit, and then I'm spending fucking hours trying to fix the audio quality that should have recorded right now. I think I have it locked down. I fucking probably spent fifty hours up here in the last couple of weeks fixing stuff. <laughs> right. Um. But I mean, there is a lot of, and, and it's no excuse. It is no excuse for the, for the way I've acted or the things I've done, but there is a lot of other stuff going on. I'm just not Mike pilot on, on obviously oblivious or the mediocre show or full of Sith. I'm a guy with a fucking family who I, my life revolves around, not because they demand it. I mean, they're very generous giving up their time with me for, to do this for, for something I love doing. But, you know, even though I don't go out and uh, I go bowling or go drinking at the bar with my friends or do this or do that. I've ri- pretty much written off friends in real life because they are my life. That is what I love. But there's just, there's not enough time in the week. And after a week of bullshit or other stuff going on and I have that in my head and then I come up here and I didn't plan anything. So now I just, I just go with what I think is entertaining and busting balls. So I apologize. I said that. I've said to you a million times, I'm sorry some way, sometimes for the way I treat you. It's, it's, I think you're a great person, and it's it's all been done in, in, in the vein of comedy. Yes, funny. I, and, I, and I totally understand that. I, it just gets frustrating being interrupted sometimes. And, and that's, that's, I'm sorry, that's, I and, don't think that's going to change. 
Um, I think it it has its moments, but I I think you should allow the, me the to in, get something out. The intentional. <laughs> That when I intentionally dude, do it, when I start off dude or douchebags and you interrupt me, I'm doing I think that that's purpose. funny. I think that's totally funny. Sometimes no, I know you are because I pause and w- and I I made note of that. That I don't think you're going to let me start, so I'm not going to start. The intentional <laughs> cutting you off will be dropping down to a to a lower level. Okay, but I'm just talking about personally. I I cut off people in regular conversations. I cut off Eric on the show. I cut off. Brian and Concetta on the show. I cut off you and Cat on the show. I cut off Will several times tonight. Not, not like here. The you know, way you think fast and you talk fast. The, no, it's not only that. The yeah, I guess that is Shut the way up, I say it. Um, my brain <laughs> is moving so much. There's so many things that I want to get out that that I end up forgetting, and then I'm driving home. Let's say I'm driving home mm-hmm. from mediocre, and I'm like, oh, fuck, I wanted to say that. I wanted to say this and this. So sometimes I just have to get it out of my head because I can't listen to you. Until I get that out of my head, because all I'm doing is trying to hold on to that thought. And I'm sorry, but that's just write it down. Is. I should. I absolutely should. That's a, there's an idea. My handwriting's terrible. I can't read it. <laughs> and the, the laptop's so far away, I can't t- I can't type on it. That's why I said I bring up this netbook so it's right here. It's just so far away. It's easier to fix. Just slide your chair in. I, you know, I could do that. But... All right. So I brought up dude or douchebags. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we kind of came to the decision that it kind of ran its course in a way. Am I right? Yeah, I was or, bored with it. Yeah, we're bored with it because I was, um, at some point, it, it, it was just laborsome. Yeah. It was laborsome, and I was just kind of struggling to come up with certain situations, and they were kind of being uh, derivative of previous ones. Um, uh, one of the suggestions I had for the segment, I still think this segment can work. Uh, one of the ideas I had was for listeners to call in with theirs. And I still don't think that will work. Okay. Another we'll idea. give them the option. To. Yeah, uh, they can, and they have in the past. Mm-hmm. Okay. But as opposed to me trying to come up with ones, uh, I think it, it may, it, it helps with the uh, listener participation if they, if they call in. Uh, another idea I had was to come up with hypothetical ones, mm-hmm. which may be more interesting. And an idea that you had was to actually start, uh, a Twitter account, uh, dude or douchebag Twitter account, mm-hmm. where people can tweet it, and then we can actually read them on the show. Yeah, on if the show. you text it to me, I'm never going to bring it up. The uh, the inherent flaw with the dude or douchebag thing is you see you see someone you see somebody do something or you see they're always going to be a douchebag. It's not that they're always going to be a douchebag. It's that the only reason you you would ever bring it up is they if they're doing off. something bad or they're yeah. doing something good. Okay, so you already you already have the dis- and people don't ever do bring up things good things that people do right. So that's what got boring with me for dude or douchebag. Yeah. Everybody was always a fucking douchebag. Uh, and yeah, the majority of the the people were yeah. But then it then it got into uh you know your personal your personal opinion about it, I like like what the, they're wearing. I like right, the hypothetical right, yeah. ones or the ones that maybe happened to you in the past where you were on the fence about it, where they mm-hmm. being a jerk, where they or not even how about dude or douchebag where. You don't know if they were intentionally being a, a douchebag. Well, that's that's the that's the core of it. I mean, that they're the examples that I want to find or bring to people's attention. Is it on the fence? Uh, are they unaware of how they're behaving? Are you unaware of how you're taking it? Additionally, um, you can uh, reflect it on yourself. You don't know whether or not 
you were being an asshole in a situation where you... I know I'm always being an asshole. <laughs> but you could you could look up and say, like, dude or douchebag on me, was I mm. being a dude or a douchebag in this situation? Well, we'll see how it, we'll see how it goes over the next couple shows. We'll see what, what interaction there is. We'll see uh, what interest there is. And we'll go from there. I mean, we can't force any more out of it than, than there is. Yeah, I'm not, I don't believe I'm going to bring any more to the table that I, unless it, I come across something that I really feel is on the fence. Izzy Rock, Twitter, Renzo, there's a lot of people that I've always, I've been bitching about the people say self on Twitter and Facebook, but they don't say it on the show. And the reason why I thought about having the, the at Twitter account, mm-hmm. at uh, dude or D-bag or whatever, um, you're listening to the show. I know Trailer says it. He's listening. He'll tweet something about it. He doesn't have time being at work to call the show. He doesn't have time to write an email, but you can send a quick 140 character tweet. And and maybe that's the way uh, the digital age is going. People want to just do things through Twitter and, and Facebook because yes. they want everybody to see what they're saying. And that's sure. fine. I mean, so uh, let's give them that avenue. Well, they're already communicating that way, so we might as well adapt it to that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, we'll see. Going forward, that's it. We'll see. We're going to be doing the interview shows. Some of them Paul's going to be sitting in on. Every other week, we will be doing a show, but I don't know what it's going to be. It's going to be like starting a new podcast. It will be what it becomes, and um, we're going to put more effort into it. Yeah, my only concern is the concern that you had. We don't need it to be mediocre show late. Yeah, it's not. I mean, yes, we are on the mediocre show network, and yes, we're really good friends with Eric, and yes, I'm on both shows, but that's the other thing. I mean, uh, I see things posted on the mediocre show page about, obviously, Oblivious or Senti. when you send an email to Mediocre Show about obviously oblivious, that first of all, I think it's he's never said this, but to me, being on that show, it's kind of well, this isn't obviously oblivious. This is the Mediocre Show. When somebody says something about obviously oblivious on on the on the show, say that on obviously oblivious. It's a different entity. Yeah, it's a absolutely. Different, yeah, you, uh, you wouldn't necessarily come on to obviously oblivious and talk about what Tori Idiot uh, Box Radio is doing. It's unless he did something that you want to talk about with the hosts on the show. Is what I'm saying. Um, but we're getting really long in the tooth of the show. I want to give out contact information. Will, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, <laughs> please do so at 206-888-6052. Or you can call us live. We're on Sundays at 7.05 every other Sunday night. I'll try to be better with putting a schedule up for that. I do put it in the show notes. Join us on October 20th when we go live on the, the network. Uh you can call on live 484-334-2072. And I don't do the live number so much during the show because I get kind of irritated when I say the live number and then nobody calls in. Yeah, okay. That, even on mediocre some nights when that happens, that kind of fucking pisses me off because if we're asking you to call and you enjoy the show, fucking call in. I, I'm sorry. The, the, thing, the thing with um, that I've seen happen with, with mediocre, some of your best shows are the ones where nobody calls in because nobody wants to interrupt it. Yeah, but some of the good shows are like when the, the two guys called from overseas a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. There's a time and a place for it. Well, that was if a, we're if we're asking that was you, a treat. If yeah. we're asking you to call in live, we want to know what's going on with you. If we're not saying if we're not giving out the number, we are doing what we're doing, and we don't need you know we don't feel like we need the, the interaction. We're on a roll. We actually have a lot to do. You know, sometimes we're human beings. Sometimes we don't have a lot planned for you that night, mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. your participation helps us give you the show i don't i don't see why that's so hard to understand but you guys are such a well-working machine your conversations and as much as you say you interrupt each other whatever the it just all works out 
mm-hmm. you guys have it down. You know, uh, you you are listening to each other, and you just don't totally talk over each other. Yeah, it's also very apparent that the three of you really enjoy doing it, and if you weren't enjoying doing it, it wouldn't. You know, but again, like I said, I get up here, I'd get irritated at something, and I'm in a yeah. bad mood. Yeah. Uh, there's been times where I've been on mediocre, and I've been in a bad mood. Yeah. You know, never heard it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm still. I'm fucking, still fucking talking. Exactly. Um, you can find us on Facebook. Look up Obviously Oblivious or just by going to obviouslyoblivious.com. And I still, you know, nobody's asked for a website. I did a full Sith website. And I, I, I would love it if you had a website that wasn't Facebook. Really? But nobody ever fucking puts anything on it. So it irritates me. It's just yet another fucking thing I have to update. Mm. You know, do you want to be the webmaster for if I put up a WordPress site for Obviously Oblivious? I don't have a computer. Well, you have a <laughs> phone, right? You can do it on your phone. Okay. You have an iPhone? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I did the whole full Sith site on my iPhone. That sucks that you can't like a fan page uh, without being a I member. think I could turn it off that anybody can go that to it. Sucks, but you just can't yeah. comment, but that's the thing. Right. All right. I'll think. Well, I'll think about it. But anyway, obviously, obliviousright.com right now takes you to our Facebook page. Um, you can also tweet at us at double O podcast and at the mic at SPP 444. Well, what's your uh, Twitter account? Uh, actually, I just changed it today. It's uh, Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, okay. It's uh, CPT. J A or Jack Sparrow, S B A R R O. Okay, so then if you ever want to get a hold of Will, that's where you can do it. Why'd you change it? Uh, I got tired of Hugosaurus. I I thought that was funnier. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, it's just odd to me because you you spend all this time building up, you know, um, followers or oh well, no, no just, it doesn't it doesn't yeah. it doesn't change the followers or anything. It's just no, the, it changes your name. Just changes change the your name. name. Yeah. Okay. The other thing, you know, the little embarrassing thing for me is, you know, we have uh, I have some high quality people come on the show for interviews and then it's a great interview show. And then we get listeners through that and then they hear the next live show and I'm just being a fucking cock the whole time. It's like it is a different entity. Yeah, it's a whole different show and I don't yeah. want to keep doing that. So um, I will add the voicemails. To, no, we, we got to go through them real quick. We got to go through them anyway. Um, you can find all our information on Facebook or uh, email us orgasm at obviously oblivious.com i will get all that information up i will do that i apologize i just don't the way i was looking at it will nobody was trying to contact us so why am i going to do the extra okay. fucking work i got you know? you know I got it's, you. it's um it's kind of double-edged though you know the, also the other thing is in, in my in my defense um the people that are contacting us are hey i really liked the show when you were fucking saying this or you were saying that and it's always me being a fucking cock you know so you know the, i know you you'll you'll uh uh, text me during the week and you'll say, hey, this was really funny when you said this and you said mm-hmm. this. And we had a long talk about the show a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. about what you didn't like and what you did. And that's fine. But if there's something I'm doing that you don't like or something Paul's doing that you don't like, you're not going to hurt my fucking feelings. Tell me. Well, yeah, that's why that's why I had that conversation with you. Yeah. If I thought you were going to get ass hurt about something, I wasn't going to. I'm not. And if it's something that I don't want to change, I'm not going to change it. Yeah. And uh, you already if- said you did this for you. You know, it. And if you don't want to hear it, then don't listen to it. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's that's true. This is me in my. And that's the. I think that's the thing that people really have to understand. I go down and do mediocre show. It's in. It's in a, in a more professional environment. Yes, I have a professional equipment all set up here, but the fact of the matter is, we're still in my home, where I like to be a jerk. And if I'm if I go down to Eric's and I'm in a bad mood, I'm still. It's a more professional environment, which you know. Is a little more but conducive it progressed to, what you're doing. to that. It didn't start off that way. I mean, it's it it evolved into that. 
Yeah. You know, this this show hasn't been going as long and isn't and hasn't been produced as often. Doesn't matter. There was still, a long lull in the show. It's still it's yeah. at my house and I'm just gonna do what yeah. I want to do. It's okay. my ball if you don't So like that's it, the constant. That's the constant. And I said it's I mean, I feel bad, it's terrible, but if I'm in a bad mood, I'm I'm more likely to get out of a bad mood in a different in Eric's stu- in mediocre studios. It's a different environment too. Then I am here when yeah. I get interrupted because the kid fell and hurt herself, and the dogs are barking at something, or right. my yeah. dad showed up, or something else is going on. Or there's just... a lot more things to worry about here. Yeah. Um, and when if if shit goes goes wrong, if shit breaks or uh, technical difficulties, it's also like your personal shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. So, uh, and this isn't a wah. Feel bad for me thing. I'm just trying to explain myself. Just trying to sh- tell you guys where I'm coming from. And yeah, I, hope, I didn't take it that way at all. I hope not. No. Um, so real quick, the uh, it'll be interesting to see what kind of iTunes re- reviews we get. Bad ones. Any new ones? Bad ones. You got yeah. rid of cat? That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> no, we didn't get rid of cat. We cat got, got rid of herself. You got rid of cat, but you're bringing on kitten sparks. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not even funny. <laughs> uh, not even funny. To me. The science segment will be taken over by Sid from Salt Lake. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, there still will be I find the science stuff interesting I always liked that there was that uh, that part of the show I, I know that there are a lot of people interested listen I've always wanted to do some of the the random trivia stuff write that down I want to do some of that I still have those those trivia questions news, like, news feed yeah here we go I'm going to bring back fucking prank phone calls because I like doing prank phone calls but Kat hated it she felt guilty if you feel guilty with that it depends on who you're calling like if somebody needs me to call are you, somebody, are you calling an old folks home? No. Yeah, if okay. somebody needs me to call somebody, are you I calling will. the just cancer ward yeah, just for units. children? No, I think that All people right. should call in like they used to do on the awful show, where they said, "Hey, it would be really funny. Let's start a game like we did. That's how fast can you get somebody well, to say please, this? Could you please connect me to the pediatric AIDS uh, unit? Those those were good. The uh, the where it's where it's with a mission, mm-hmm. where it's get somebody to say yeah, something. I want a mission. Yeah. yeah. Those are always fun, and it's harmless. You're calling a Wawa to get them to say fucking black coffee. You know? That's harmless. Go for poop. Yeah, go for poop. Yeah, yeah those are fun. So anyway, that, that write that down, too. That's something that I want to do. So uh, for me, I want to do some trivia stuff, and I want to do some some prank calls. I, people have been asking about that for a really long time, and, and I, I I always like doing it. That was fun. If I could do that every other week every or every other show where we have a little fucking phone game, yeah. it would be a lot more fun for me. Can we call a Chinese restaurant and yeah. ask for, like, waffles? Yeah, see if we can get, yeah. get them to send us. I don't care. Okay. Let's come up. You're a very clever guy. You try to come up with some ideas. Since when? Listeners can come up with some ideas, and then there are some more reasons to, to be interactive with the show. Yeah, that's that's something people can interact about. Interact about Call in uh, people that, you'd want, that they'd want you to call. Yeah. Or, um, hey, I challenge you to call this place and get that and see how long you can keep them on the phone. They yeah. hang up really fast. I challenge you to call you know the walmart in toledo ohio and get them to say giraffe like shit like that anything silly because yeah. it's not that it's not actually the call or, or the place i'm calling that's funny it's the the fact that you're sitting on the edge of your seat trying to see if what i'm saying is actually going to make it happen mm-hmm. how fast it can go anyway we gotta get done with this uh hey double o dot 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 and cat thanks for uh taking the time out of your busy days to put up with each other what seems to be a very hard thing to do like in double o nine nine which i don't remember what happened I uh, found this show while on iTunes looking for something to fill my time. What I found was so much more. Uh, what I found was the best podcast I've heard. 
from the constant pissing off of Kat and the hilarious comments from Mike. I love listening to the show and will continue to listen to the show forever. And that's Connor in Southern California. Now, Connor's going to be upset because I don't want to be making fun of Kat anymore. So there are going to be people who are going to lose that audience. All right, my bread and butter. That's fucking gone, people. Um, it's a joke. Laugh. Ha ha. Cat would have laughed at that, Paul. And that's the other thing. Now you have to live up to Cat. She's such a great co-host. You don't have to live up to that. In what way? Have to start going through trash? It'd be funny. You have to laugh at my joke. Oh. You never laugh at my fucking jokes. Yes, I do. Eric laughs. Hope laughs. Cat laughs. You yeah, never but the, that's laugh sympathy at my jokes. laughs. No, they're not. They're genuine. Mm. He's gotten good at it, but no, it's still sympathy laughs. Just, I just don't think you find me funny, Paul. That's the other thing. I feel like, you know, you're up here and you don't find me funny. You don't appreciate my brand of humor. So. I do, Mike. I do. For a couple reasons. I just... Actually, you know what? I am going to put this... The, I'm going to add the voicemail at the end of the show. Okay. We, we actually have to get done. You made that decision. Yeah. All right. We have to. I hear the dogs. They have to go outside and yeah. everything else. Uh, <laughs> and it's 9-17, too. Yeah, so I know. That has to go. Yeah. The kid has to get to bed. But anyway, um, there, we've explained ourselves. We're going to work harder for you. We're going to do more. We're going to try to do more. Uh, I'm going to make this show for a very long time has been more of a chore than it has been fun. I've yeah. been doing a lot of things. I have not been doing a lot of things that you I do all the grunt fun. work at and all. It's not, it's not even that. I don't mind doing the grunt work. It's like I said, with the, the prank calls. Or the segments that I wanted to start. We just never got to it because it would start off this way and then that was it for the rest of the show. And I don't want to do that anymore. So I hope I explain myself well. If you have a problem with it or you don't understand something, please contact me. Uh, IRuleTheMic.com is my personal email address. comes right to my phone. If you don't have my number already, then, then email me that way or hit me up on Facebook or direct message me on Twitter. I will have an at-length conversation with you over the phone if I need to to explain to you so you understand where I'm coming from. Uh, we will try harder. Thank you for coming up tonight, Will. Absolutely. Yeah, Glad thanks, Will. Thanks, man. It was a nice treat. Thanks I appreciate for, uh, that. Thanks for having me on here, and yeah. thanks for dinner, man. Well, you can come up anytime. I mean, you're not. I'm not offering you a co-host seat, but you're welcome to come up anytime right. you want. Right. Anytime you want. Yeah, I, I don't want Will to get offended. That he, I mean, he offered to drive me up, mm-hmm. but you know, we know the situation with your car, so I, that was. <laughs> I was worried about that. I'm like, that well, wasn't going to Will happen. and Paul will both fact, make you it. have to leave about a half an hour before me because well, I won't walk out of the same home. It's funny. It's just like, I was like Will and Paul both won't make it because the car will break down. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. But no, I mean, uh, and that's the other thing. I don't think we have a need for another co-host. And But if we ever did, it would but, not be anybody over Skype. Like, I'm done with Skype. I agree. Host. I totally agree with that. Here's a question I had. I mean, we kind of bounced it around. I mean, it, are we going to do shows with just me and you? Or are we going to just reserve me just, for uh, interview shows? I just said, every other week, we're still going to do a live show. Okay, we are. All right. But we're going to have the different segments. Yeah. Well, let me, yeah. Listeners, let me know if you if you, if you you like me anymore I, without I, Cat. I like that idea. Honestly, like the the best part of Double O up until this point was the two of you. So. I don't say that. Cat's been a big, very, very big part of this. She put up with a lot of for, shit. For me. Okay. She put up with a lot of shit. Um, but no, we're still going to do a show every okay. week. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, I and, think we and should, the interviews th- are going to happen too. And if you can be here for one of those interviews, you're more than welcome. I appreciate that. And I think we should definitely give the segment ideas a shot. And we will talk yeah. about it. Okay, cool. uh, I would like for you to email me some some uh, proposals. Okay. And I will do the same. I will send you some proposals back, and we'll figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. We have two weeks to figure it out. All right. 
And then after that, we have even more weeks because indefinitely the show is going to continue to go on. Um, voicemails at the end of the show. Thank you, everybody, for calling them in. Uh, because I don't give the voicemail address out enough, I'll give it one more time. Uh, Will, that number is uh, 206-888-6052. How about you put it in your fucking phone when you hear it? Yes, And then sir. you have it uh, <laughs> and, um, and all the other stuff. If Listen, please, just let me know if you want a website or not. If there is there, if there's more than 10 people that say they need a website, I'll do it. Dude, I'm on the show and I don't want a website. It's just, if you're, the reason why I have a website is because I want to give people the opportunity to talk, but if they're not even talking on the Facebook, Facebook or voicemails or fucking emails and Twitter, why am I going to do it? And iTunes is enough. iTunes reviews is my big thing. If you want to talk about it, if you want to come on the show and talk and you want to be a guest and you want to do this and do that, that's fine. You are, everybody is more than welcome. I would like to talk to each and every fucking one of you. I'm more than happy to. And I'd love for the voicemails to continue and I'd love for, for some emails to come in. But for me, any what makes me feel the best and there was another um there was another uh itunes review that came in this week and that was the other thing that was kind of upsetting i put out this big thing on facebook about you know a call to arms hey you know we do a lot of work on all these shows mediocre double o and you know how about you know send do us a give us an itunes review or, or send some people to like the pages or or this and that and I, I think there was like one itunes review and if maybe just people download the show and they're not listening to it and they just download the show, I don't know. But from what the, I've always gone by the 99% and even with that, that, uh, mindset, it just, I just don't understand. Um, actually more, more interviews to commence the an asshole. Uh, great show. Do yourself a big favor and subscribe today. Thank you to bones TV. Appreciate it. Uh, in my top favorite, uh, top 10 favorite podcast from drop dead, Chris, if you want to listen to a quality podcast, look no further. Great interviews, great laughs, great people. Uh, Carrie Knowlton says, Double O, what a great podcast. Mike is proof that lots of hard work pays off. Do yourself a favor and uh, listen to this podcast. You won't regret it. Thank you, Mike and Paul. But and, aren't those null and void now? Because they they included Cat. I didn't hear Cat in any of those. Um, this yeah, show but they, be, they were given at a time where they, they assumed that she would come back. This is the one that back. I stepped all over all last week, and I felt really bad. They're, they're not assuming anything. They didn't even know she was off the show yet. They, that's what I'm saying. They they didn't know she was off the show. Yeah, yet. and not one fucking thing. Yeah, but now in this time, in, in time, I'm and space, reading what fucking people said it, on fucking iTunes. Yes, but I'm saying it's like, isn't it null and void because no, it's under it's the presumption that she's on the show? No. All right. If it was under the presumption, I love cats fucking science. Well, I guess, yeah, I guess you're right because they're they're talking about shows that happened. Yeah, what they listened to. Yeah, they but like. but they're. Giving for advice the new show, for new shows. If you'd like to update your review, yeah, please do. Please do. How about just saying that? Yeah, that's what I should have said. Yeah, yeah, you're right. This is why I'm a fucking asshole. This is the shit I gotta fucking do. <laughs> Go ahead, Will, you could say he's an asshole. Go ahead. This is the shit I gotta like, do. Like with. you were telling me downstairs. Everybody, oh, Paul's such a fucking great guy. Well, he does stupid fucking shit. <laughs> like having another wife. You know, Will was trying to tie your dog's tie, uh, tails together. That's fine. That's fucking weird. I don't care. What Can we get done with this show? <laughs> Doesn't matter how hard I try. It just wouldn't work. And this is the one I stepped over all last show, and I feel really bad. Give me cake or give me death. I'm really sorry for the way I acted when she was trying to read this review last week. It was very kind. I'll read it again. Um, this show should be called uh, Funny Things Mike Says. The shenanigans are plentiful here. From the most outrageous things that come out of Mike's mouth to the dry humor of South Philly Paul to the nauseating, no, nauseating, uh, but lovable cuteness of evil Cheshire Cat. Obviously, Oblivious has a cornucopia of great comedy greatness. 
Uh, when things get serious, the show topics usually science-based or informative and interesting. This is a must-listen for all three-dimensional human beings. The show is not recommended if you're Amish, a space alien, or generally a terrible person with no sense of humor. That was a really nice review, and I was a fucking dick. I think that's George from uh, um, Chicago. I was a real asshole about that. I kept talking over it. I didn't really listen to the review. And then uh, that was one of the things that kind of changed my mind over the middle of the night that night. Like, I went back and I read the review, and I'm like, I'm just sometimes... Sometimes I'm a bit much, and um, I'm just I'm just going to try to be better for everybody on this show. On every other show, I'm fucking fantastic. Um, full of Sith. Uh, thank you, everybody. Um, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. For everybody, everything everybody's done thus far. Episode three was released tonight. Episode four is a special treat. Eric from IGN, we interviewed him on Friday night. Uh, that will be released on Wednesday. And then um, we have two shows being recorded on Saturday. Next Sunday's show because the release dates for Sunday nights is uh, what we recorded last night with, with fat boy Roberts. It was, it was amazing. It was a wonderful show. Uh, these next three shows are all great. Um, but thank you to everybody for the, the support on that. Um, mediocre show, uh, my number one thing, and let's not ever anybody make any mistake about that. The, my show is the mediocre show. That's what that's, that is my top priority. I love full of Sith. I love obviously oblivious and no offense to anybody that's on the other shows. Um, but that's my first and foremost. Uh, that's what I've been doing the longest. That's where, you know, my, my friendships have been made. And, and we're, that's, I'm always going to point out mediocre show. Like I, the other shows I really, when I'm a mediocre show, you hardly ever hear me talk about obviously oblivious until recently. Until the end. That's, yeah. that's yeah. actually, you asked me why I hadn't um, started listening to obviously oblivious. Fucking words. Why I hadn't started listening to obviously oblivious until probably about a year ago. Mm. And it was honestly, you kind of brushed it off. Yeah. Well, so it seemed, mediocre show. It seemed like something that you weren't, you know, serious about. No, I just don't like to promote myself on other shows. I don't like, I don't, right. I don't even really do it on Facebook or Twitter. Like when a show comes out, I'll say the show has been released. Right. right. I don't want to, I just never want to be, but I know, um, oh, I've been doing all these interviews and I want people to hear these interviews. I want them to hear these people. And, and so, and Eric's, it's not like Eric's ever stopped me from doing it. Eric actually brings it up more than mm -hmm. I do. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that, but it's just, I don't want people ever emailing Eric or emailing the show or calling in the show. Uh, Mike's just here to talk about his other shows. That's not what I'm there to do. Right. I'm there to put on the best mediocre show I possibly can. Um, but anyway, you can uh, check us out live Wednesday nights, 808 in the PM. Uh, you can get in the chat room. You can call in. You can uh, talk to us. You can do everything. And um, so mediocre show, 808 in the PM, Wednesday nights. Be there. Uh, contact. Uh, just let us know. I, I got to end this. We got to go. Um, thank you for sticking with us. Thank you for dealing with the shit. Um, thank you for laughing at the good stuff. Yeah, and if you're not going to listen anymore, fuck off. Thank you. And uh, always, Paul, thank you for coming up. I know it got a little saucy there at the end, but again. Uh, saucy? You Where? Weren't, you weren't in on the joke. I was just playing with you. So, what, what joke? When I said, fucking, fucking. When you were talking about the iTunes reviews and I was being an asshole. Oh, no, I know. I know I that. Just, I can't stop myself. No, when I was trying to talk about my heroics, that's, that pissed me off that you kept Well, you can get the fuck story. over yourself. That, yeah. Those stories were kind of fucking cheesy. Yeah. No, they were good. They were I, good. I, I, appreciate, I, I appreciate you. I saved a child. That kid's going to be a fucking I next saved Hitler. a child. It's going to be the next Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So thank you, everybody. We're going to go out on some music tonight. Paul brought up a CD I heard before, and we're going to play something off of what's going to be Paul. And the CD is called Radio Recession. It's from uh, a buddy of mine, my my buddy Pete, who goes by the the moniker Taki seventy six, and his uh, partner on the CD was One Dependent. Okay, and uh, a song dependent. that he yeah. 
we were actually at a comedy club, and he he always gives his CD out. And the comedian grabbed the CD and made the, the soundboard put it on. Nice. While he was on stage. I like that. And the song he chose was uh, Feel My Pain. So yeah. we'll go out with okay, that. Okay, well, one. Feel My Pain. So uh, thanks for coming up, Creswell. Thank you again. Um, so for Obviously Oblivious, 00106, South Philly Paul. Hey. Cuz Will. Cuz Will. Evil Cheshire Cat. Yeah. Bye, Cat. Bye, Cat. We love you. Yeah, we do. We love you so much. Bye. And the mic saying hi.
This is Kirsten. I'm calling because, well, for a couple reasons. I just listened to the Clusterfuck show, and uh, I, I don't normally pick up the phone to call um, you guys or Mediocre or any of that because I figure, you know, um, somebody else will do it or somebody else will, you know, have something better to say than what I do. But I wanted to call and, and first and foremost let you guys know that you help me um, at least every week get through work. Uh, I've been working 20-hour days, so it's it's really taken a toll. And the interaction between the three of you, it, you know, brings joy to my bleak existence. Um, second reason I don't normally call is because I hate the way my voice sounds on any podcast or, like, I can't even listen to a voicemail that, that I've spoken on. Um, and lastly, I'm going to switch gears and uh, ask a question. You guys were talking about dark matter and going on the circle, the ring, whatever. I, I have no clue. I, I study law. I don't study science, so I don't, you know, I'm retarded. But I'm gonna I'm gonna answer a question that kind of bends the science view and more of a um, moral obligation. If we can create stuff using dark matter, or if we can create a science, let's say a science that's a game changer but could have a negative effect. Um, who who should really be in control of that? Should do you think that every citizen should have the ability to to play with stuff like that or or anything like that? Or do you think that it should be to people that have a moral compass that you know won't build a a bomb that'll potentially blow up all of Earth as we know it? Uh, it's just something that I thought about when you guys were talking about dark matter. I don't know why. Maybe I watch Avengers too many times. Anyways. I'm going to end this now, so uh, love you guys, and I hope you're all having a great day, and thank you for doing what you do. Hey, double O, H-N-N. I'm uh, fulfilling my Facebook promise and being a more uh, involved listener. Uh, I'm listening to the first episode uh, since I have uh, recently downloaded, purchased, actually purchased, market in the fucking books, I purchased a piece of software. Um, the obviously oblivious app from Wizard Media to the app store on uh, Amazon. Listening to uh, Clusterfuck, and I like the app. Well worth the $2 spent. I can't wait to uh, listen to the rest of the clusterfuck of disjointedness. But, uh, well, keep up the good work. No matter what you guys do, even though somebody mentioned on Facebook, they would listen to you farting on a snare drum and then quickly joke that they would not. I probably would. That's how much of a dedicated listener I am. As long as the mic's recording something, I will be listening. I've been listening now to the mic for, god damn, it's been at least three, four years or more, four years. I came back, uh, why am I giving you my fucking history? Why can't I ever keep a fucking voicemail to sing? Why can't I ever shut the fuck up? I don't know. Well, here's a test to see if this works through my Bluetooth headset, my Turtle Beach one I got for my PS3. Um, otherwise, I'd 
too lazy to record, so I hope the quality isn't too terrible. All right. Obviously, uh, 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 I will talk to you guys later. Yeah. Good afternoon, obviously oblivious. Uh, I've got a dick douche or dumbass for you. Um, this is Iowa Charlie, by the way. Um, this guy I work with, um, he's got a normal name, normal guy, he's kind of a dick. But uh, he's really, really, really hyped about being American Indian. Uh, and the problem is that he's, he, I'd always told at least one person that he is 164th full-blooded Indian. And then he has, carries around all his Indian shit, and uh, and he's a very over-the-top Indian. And uh, I mean dots. They're not, not dots, but feathers. Feathers Indian. Uh, and this goes on and on, and he's been thrown out of three tribes that I know of. And every time he's thrown out, he's he goes to from being really gung-ho about being Indian to really gung-ho about being a greaser. Um, what, what do you guys think? Hey, guys, it's Nen again. I know I just left the voicemail real quick, and I mentioned I got the uh, Obviously Oblivious app through the Amazon App Store. Um the only, my only, uh, comment on the app, um, maybe, uh, tickle some taint so we can, uh, maybe get an update for it, um, throw a little picture of Polly up on there, maybe some, uh, you know, since he's, uh, added on to the show and, you know, at least on a, uh, at least on a uh, big word that's escaping me at the moment. And when I realize what the word is, it's not going to be a big word. A, uh, oh, indefinite period basis. Yeah, now that I've said it, I sound like a fucking moron. So, shutting up. Enjoy. Oh, wait. No, I can't hang up on that one. Okay, bye. Hey, Mike, it's Brett from Demon Pack. Just wanted to call in again and say, hey, I've been enjoying the interview shows as I've been working because it has been a very busy new year. And I wish you all best of luck and going forward, and I'm really enjoying the shows. Thanks so much. Bye. Hey, it's Kevin calling in. Um, I was listening to your show, and you're bitching about how people never call in voicemails. So I'm going to call in a voicemail of me reading some of my Twitter feed to you. Cause Will, my own personal epic mealtime, and there's a picture of eggs and sausages. Uh, Jeff Hardwoods, also known as Gatwood, is playing Call of Duty 2, or Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Thanks, Raptor. I hate Raptor. Um, hmm. What else we got going on here? Uh, Nikki from Georgia Pit posted a picture of her um, shadow tears. Pretty fucking cool. Rebecca Black, because yes, I'm following Rebecca Black, because, you know, it's Friday. Uh, actually, it's Friday today, what I'm calling this. Uh, getting out of the house for the first time in a time all week. I beat influenza. Yay for you. Um, this slutty whore I followed called Huntress at Sabrina Steele. Or, sorry, Steele Sabrina. Fuck, I love that man so much. Uh, Will Wheaton... Willie she won. Thank you for that. Uh, another slut I follow, uh, Miss Key Blade. I'm having the party. I'm at the party having a great time. Also, I can't speak English. I should have a podcast. 
for three episodes. Uh, what else we got going on here? Uh, it's Steel Sabrina again. Poop. Comes home soon. Can't wait. Love you. Hashtag. Fucking hashtags, people. Stop with the fucking hashtags. I have to block so much fucking shit because fucking hashtags about shit I don't fucking give two fucks about is driving me fucking insane and ruining Twitter and Facebook. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious with Mike Pilot and Bert Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious with South Philly Paul and Mike Pilot. Did that backwards. Welcome to Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious with the Mike and South Philly Paul. South Philly Paul. It's hard to say. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious, recorded in beautiful downtown Moton, Pennsylvania. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious with the Mike and Paul. Ah, movie phone. Obviously Oblivious is recorded in front of a live studio audience of Mike's massive dogs. Welcome to an episode. Eh, welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious with the Mike and South Philly Paul. I did movie phone guy again. When I think of broadcasting excellence, I think of Obviously Oblivious with the Mike and Paul. It's recorded in lovely, beautiful. It's recorded in beautiful downtown Moton, Pennsylvania. I keep do I keep doing the goddamn movie phone guy. Welcome to another episode of. Burp. Welcome to another episode. That's weird. Welcome to Obviously Oblivious. Obviously Oblivious is tickling your ear anuses. Obviously Oblivious. Your source for Mike's balls. When I think when I think of professionalism in recording, that's a that's a weird phrase. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to another episode of Welcome it's I think that's the only way to do it. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious with the Mike Pilot and South Philly Paul D'Ambra. D'Ambra. Welcome to another episode of... Welcome to another episode of... Welcome to another episode of... Why am I playing with stuff? Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious recorded in beautiful Moton, Pennsylvania. Monton. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious, recorded in beautiful Monton, Pennsylvania. Monton. Welcome to another episode of Obviously Oblivious, recorded in the Great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Recorded in the Great Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, in front of a live studio audience of Mike's comically massive dogs. The dogs are fucking huge. That's a big ass dog. Seriously, who the fuck needs dogs that big? Seriously, what are you trying to prove with fucking dogs that are as big as horses? Seriously, what are you trying to prove with those fucking dogs, Mike? No, Mike, I don't have anything better to do than fucking record an intro. Burgly, hurgly, diggly. God damn it, Mike, I've got shit to do. Balls. Mike, I could be recording another useless barbecue video. Secretly, I wonder... I bet Mike has peanut butter on his balls right now. Hi, this is the Mike Pilot from Obviously Oblivious. This little program that you just heard. And let me tell you about Zaxworks. 
www.bigcartel.com. My buddy Zach Martinez out in Salt Lake City, he does some pretty cool stuff. He takes uh, wine bottles, liquor bottles, beer bottles, any kind of bottles, and he turns them into tumblers, glassware, that kind of nice stuff. So I implore you to go to that website, Zach's Works, Z-A-X-W-O-R-X.bigcartel.com. And uh, check things out. They're a great Christmas present. And uh, if Christmas already passed, because I'm not going to redo this commercial, I'm not. It's a good holiday gift for Valentine's Day. Uh, that birthday of somebody you like. To, to get and break up and throw at somebody that you don't like so much. These kind of things that I do. Um, <laughs> he also has some uh, really cool tattoo art up there, too. So check it out. Zach's a good guy. He supports this show. And uh, we support him. So once again, it's Zach's Works. .bigcartel.com Z-A-X-W-O-R-X.bigcartel.com Help him out. And by that, I mean go there now and buy something. Because you have more money than I do. And Zach. Because he's fucking broke. <laughs> 